0: welcome to out of bounds we are here back for our second week of the nfl um, there's a lot going on again the nfl always stays entertaining um, we have a lot to recap so we can just get right into it uh, it's the second week of games um, just to go over the format i mean i think we'll try to spend a little bit less time on like the more boring games um and we'll probably just you know try to spend more time on the spicier games so it's a little bit more entertaining Um, So, instead of going in order, um, I'm actually going to start with some of the more boring games. Um, So, we can start with uh, the Monday night games that actually happened yesterday. Um, The Bills won 41-7 against the Titans, and they look like the Super Bowl favorites. Uh, That's pretty much what I... That's like the one statement I can determine from that game. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, it was a very entertaining week of football, I would say, but like... For people who know me, I have very, like, uh, outlandish – not outlandish takes, but I'm very headstrong on my takes. And, like, I would say I'm, like, right f- at least 51% of the time. Right? Right? Would you say that, Raj? Would you say I'm right at least 51% of the time in sports? Basketball? Uh,
0: I don't know. We got to go back and check the stats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but uh, I guess what I'm saying is this week was a really bad week for my takes because I'm not a fan of any of these running quarterbacks like Lamar, uh, Kyler, to uh, Jalen Hurts, so like I don't think two
0: accounts is never. Tua does not count.
1: It, 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 okay. He's just like a he weird quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. It, he doesn't count the running cat- quarterback. But you know that he's like one of the players I hate the most. And, like, not hate, but I just don't believe he's gonna like do anything in the in the sport. And like, I'm just saying that whole game. All people, I was
0: just thinking about your takes on Tua. <laughs> just watching is, him throw for six touchdowns.
1: Everyone has shutting me up this week. It's like kind of crazy. But I mean, okay. Before we get into the Bills game, is is it like crazy to say that like I like the Bills as a Patriots fan? Like, can I be a like low key fan of the Bills? Can I enjoy them? Is that allowed?
0: Uh, I mean, I think it's fine. Like, it's just like a weird division. Like, it depends on how much you view them as your rival.
2: Uh, That's what I'm like, saying. Like, I it's not like,
1: like Southeast Lakers. It's not like Red Sox yeah. Yankees. It's like, it's like my whole life, we've always beat up on the Bills, so I don't really like think of them as like any, any rival at all. You know.
0: Yeah, like for me, like as a Colts fan, like I just hate the Titans. Like, I don't know. I just don't really like the vibe of their team and like like they're definitely like the like the biggest like Colts rivals, I would say, at the moment. And like we've just had like a lot of like skirmishes and stuff with them. So like that's like a team I could never root for. But like I think remember like when the Jaguars were good for like a couple of years and they like made the AFC championship. That time I was rooting for the Jaguars. I was like I was actually hyped that they got like so far because they've mostly sucked. But in that and time I was how it feels for like
1: them. That's how it feels like for me with the Bills. Like, okay, they've been good the last two years or three years or so, whatever, right? But, like, my whole life, my Patriots have gone at least 2-0 or, like, worst case, 1-1. But, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they've won 95% of the games, like, from, like, 2019 to, like, when I became a fan for the last 10 years. So, like, every time I think about the Buffalo Bills, I'm like, it's an easy win, you know? So, like, that's all. Like, I I really like the Bills. They're just fun to watch. And, like, again, like you just said, 41 to 7, they look like Super Bowl favorites. Like it's insane. Like they looked they weren't even trying. You know, and like it's surprising because like the last two times the Bills played the Titans, I think it was the last two years, the Titans have won both games. And like this time it looks completely different. And that's probably because your boy was not there. AJ Brown does not doesn't play for the Titans anymore. And like they look like they need AJ Brown.
0: Yeah, like their offense is just kind of a struggle. Um, like, Ryan Tannehill is 11 for 20, 117 yards for, like, two picks. And, like, how do you feel about Ryan Tannehill? Because he's had, like, a lot of scrutiny. Like, he hasn't had, like, good playoff performances. Like, I wonder if, like, this year he just might get exposed without having, like, A.J. Brown to, to make up for his shortcomings as a quarterback.
1: It's Malik Willis time. Put his ass on the bench. But start Malik Willis, bro. I mean, he got, like, some reps out there, but, like, obviously he didn't look that great. But, like, how far... I mean, this might be the end of Antenna. He might be done after this year. Because, like, I think it's time to develop Malik Willis. Because, like you said, like his, like, uh, flaws are being shown without, like, a top-tier receiver out there.
0: Yeah, but it's just, like, a bit shaky. Because I know Malik Willis, like, looked really good in the preseason. But, like, the preseason is a whole different uh, animal. So, uh, I don't know. It's just, like, seems a bit... Like premature, I guess. Like I know, I think a lot of people just see what he did in the preseason and they're like, "Oh, because of this, he can excel." But like, it's not like a one-to-one translation from the preseason to the regular season. Like, there's plenty of random dudes who go off in the preseason and in the regular season they can't even like register like a catch or like a normal like a good stat. So it's like
1: a Niners situation uh, but, though. Like, like you probably man. have a better chance winning with like the guy you have right now, like Jimmy G and uh Ryan Hannifin. But like, it's probably time to start developing your. Like, like the young QB, right?
0: Yeah, but it's just like a weird, like, I don't know. It's, see, in the, I would say like in the NBA, like this makes, it's like a very clear what you do in the NBA, right? Like you trade away this aging guy and you play this young guy and let your team develop. But like in the NFL, it's not that clear cut. Like teams just aren't willing to sacrifice losses. Um. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But, and Derek Henry has also been like just getting stuff to, Like, I think the A.J. Brown, like, trade also impacts him a lot because now teams can just stack the box. And he's really struggled these two games. Like, I don't know. There's a chance that the Bills and, like, Giants defense is for real because they both look really good in both games that they've played. But also, like, it's just not going well for him right now, and he's kind of struggling.
1: Yeah, it's it's also been a struggle for the Titans because, like, when they don't have a lead or when they're not at least only down by one or two touchdowns, like, it, it, like Henry's pretty useless because you—he's not a pass-catching back, right? He's—he's just a halfback dive, halfback dive kind of guy. So like, if you're down two touchdowns, there's no point playing him. And like, um, I—I I guess in the Giants game, like they weren't down, they had the lead, and it was a close game, so they're trying to use him. But Giants' defense, like you said, was good. But in this game, he's like pretty much useless after the first quarter. So like, that's also a factor. So that becomes a like a part where you need a guy like AJ Brown to start putting pressure on the defense and open it up. So yeah, I mean, like, how much can we talk about the Titans? Like, I don't know. Like, they just yeah, I don't it's think... not
0: worth. I mean, I've they... al- I've always felt like they're a team that like is like not the most talented, but like Matt Vrabel like gets the most out of his players. Yeah. But like, you can only do so much when the talent is just like a huge when there's a huge disparity in talent, and that's like what we saw this week in this game.
1: They didn't have uh, Gabriel Davis, and they still like weren't even trying, and they won this game
2: easily.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um. Uh... Yeah, we can we can move on. <laughs> um so let's look at the Vikings and Eagles. Uh I mean Jalen Hurts is just like the story of this game for me. Like he looked very sharp. Um 26 for 31, one touchdown, one pick, but he had like he has a rushing touchdown as well. Or two rushing touchdowns, actually, sorry. Um but yeah, he, he looked actually really good this game. And it was impressive to watch him play with his confidence
1: going into this game if i told you like i'm pretty sure we all know about kirk cousins in like prime time right so we know about that but if i also told you that he's undefeated against the eagles which team would you have picked going into this game
0: i think still the eagles okay all right
1: because of how bad he's in prime time
0: no i think i i didn't even realize like how bad he was in prime time until afterwards like when he lost and they started showing all the memes like, yeah. I, I
1: remember that it w-
0: I know that it's been, like, a running joke for, like, a bunch of years, but I kind of forgot about it Uh and then only remembered when they showed all the memes again. But I just think the Eagles are solid, man. Yeah, no, That's I, about I it. Think,
1: I, think this, I think this is their division. Like, I think they're going to win it. Like, maybe the Giants have, a, like, a strong push if they, like, figure it out together. But, but uh, Jalen Hurts look great. Like, he's shutting me up. Like, I mean, uh, hopefully it's not fool's gold, but he looks great. Like, he's... He's throwing it at the right time. He's running at the right time. He's not forcing passes at all. And like AJ Brown has been a huge help for that. You know, he just opened up the offense so much, like, like so much. And I know last week Devontae Smith was quiet, but like now he started getting going. Because I think because AJ Brown was started getting like double teamed and everything, this is Devontae Smith's time to shine. So like this offense is really finding good balance. And the thing is, they don't even throw that much. Like I feel like they run the ball a lot. Like he only threw 31 times, right? But it's a very efficient 31. 26 for 31 is insanely great. Yeah, they, it's
0: efficient offense.
1: Yeah, and then they run the ball so great. The offensive line is so smooth. They have a solid defense. Like, I would say, like, yeah, their O line
0: is crazy for sure.
1: Yeah, like, like, they're a very good team, bro. They're like, they, they, they like a, if they can get like a three, four seed, like, they, I, I think they would definitely win around.
0: Yeah, like, I, I think their coach, like, Nick Siriani, like, he gets a lot out of the team. Like, I remember when he joined, like, what was it like two years ago? <laughs> like, yeah. his press conference was like shaky, so people were like clowning him, but like, He's done a great job with this team. And and I think the main thing that I see is just like everyone on their team is like very energetic and they always come to play and they always compete. And yeah, you're right. Their defense is underrated. Like, did you watch like Darius Slay on Justin Jefferson? That was crazy. Like, I feel like his prime was like a couple of years ago, like when he was still on the Lions. But yeah. like, damn, like he he destroyed. Like he I know Justin Jefferson had like six for 48, but like if he was struggling, like he he, he was struggling
1: against uh, uh, Darius Slay. I mean, I think part of that is just Kirk Cousins just like throwing it wherever he wants. Like Okay, that's true. There was a lot, but like this should have been a way closer game than it really was. It was just a lot of times when they're in the red zone and like uh, Kirk, you could tell that Kirk is trying to force it into Justin Jefferson. He's not looking to anyone else's way. So if he's not getting open, Kirk is like, I right, fuck it, I'm throwing the ball. He's gonna get it, and like obviously Darius Slay is right there, right? So he needs to like learn how to not do that
0: yeah yeah no i agree he i mean that's the thing with like these mid-tier quarterbacks though right like the kirk cousins the ryan Tannehills, like these are like second or third tier carson quarterbacks wentz. And carson wentz yeah like it, uh, uh, when you're like in this tier like you're pretty good on some days but like you can also have these days where it's just like three picks and it's just like you have no you're not even giving your team a chance to win um like the, the gap between like the mid tier and like the upper echelon of quarterback is just like insane, insanely huge, man.
1: Um, last thing, can you explain to me why they're booing Jalen Rigger? Like the Eagles fans,
0: yeah, I don't know, that. that's weird because
1: <laughs> he was he <laughs> they just was boo asked everyone,
0: <laughs> they boo everyone. I, I remember like, remember the Aguilar thing with like the one guy yeah, yeah, on like TV, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, but Aguilar was okay, I guess because they're both asked for the Eagles. And they're better elsewhere, so I guess they booed them because of that. Like I don't know what else. Yeah, be.
0: definitely, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's hard to play in Philly though.
1: It's hard. Yeah, those fans are ruthless, man. But no, no, I, I, I like the Eagles, man. They're 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 gonna be really good. Like I think th- they they're gonna be really solid this year. They're they're a good team. Yeah,
0: no, they're they're a fun team. Um, but yeah, we can move on from this two
1: blowouts. Um, oh, wait, oh, wait before you move on, wait. So you know yeah, how but... the Monday Night Football, like it's kind of funny how like ESPN was like, all right. Like, if there's only one Monday Night Football game and it's a boring game, then, like, people aren't going to watch. And then I feel like they really fumbled the bag when, like, both games were boring. It's just kind of funny to me. Like, they yeah, tried to put in two games and they're it, both boring.
0: They definitely didn't think that they would be boring, though. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
1: At, at least one of them was supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah, like, on be paper,
0: before the season, they seemed like pretty decent matchups,
1: but... Yeah, just funny that they both failed.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. The NFL is like weird. Like there are days where like teams just don't show up to play, and, and we'll get it more into that as we go on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why they did like this double header. I don't know if it's like this like every week or is it just like to this week randomly. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, moving on to the to the Bears and the Packers. Yeah, the Packers like always respond like after a loss. I I forget what it is, but they uh. I remember the I forget the exact stat, but like under Matt LaFleur, they're like very good after a loss. Like I'm pretty sure they're like close to undefeated, if not undefeated, like after a loss. Um, so like this bounce back was imminent. But I don't know. Like I, I just felt in the first game that they played against the Vikings, like that maybe their offense was cooked, but I guess this game kind of proved me wrong.
1: It's very similar to like years like past. Like I remember, I remember last year he like uh like the Packers lost to like the Saints, and then they just come out like Aaron Rodgers gives up in the first game, and then he just comes back and like looks like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And I think, what, uh, I think did they also
0: get smacked against the Bucks or what was that? Uh, the, the,
1: the Bucks loss was two years ago, but that was that wasn't Week One. Oh, that was okay, like, yeah, that was like Week Three or Week Four. That was when, like Devontae. Yeah, yeah. Like, like dropped the ball a couple of times. But yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, and like and like um, Aaron Rodgers is like seven and zero against the Browns on Sunday Night Football. Six and one against the spread. Like I don't know, bro. Like it's just Sunday Night Football. Bears Packers doesn't matter if it's Chicago or Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, like the Bears just have no chance. He's so good
0: in prime time. He's like the he's like the anti anti Kirk Cousins of this shit.
1: But prime time when it's not the playoffs, yeah, he's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true. No, I don't consider. I don't really know. I mean, the playoffs obviously are prime time, but it feels like different, like than the regular season prime time games
1: prime time versus um, division opponents he's like amazing
0: yeah we're, um but yeah he he looked good this game uh nineteen for twenty five two thirty four two touchdowns um Aaron Jones was actually really good this game too uh he had fifteen carries for one hundred thirty two yards very efficient eight that's almost like nine yards uh per carry um he had one touchdown on the ground he also had three catches for thirty eight yards and another touchdown um so, yeah, I mean, they have, like, a little bit of juice to them for sure. Uh, I don't think it's as desolate as it looked like that first week. But I don't know. It could just be against, like, the Bears, you know. Uh, the Bears, yeah. The, like, I, it was so funny because we talked about them last week and we're like, dang, like, the Bears are so tough. But, like, this game was just weird. Like, I don't get Like, Justin, he only attempted 11 passes. Like, I don't understand in what world that could win you the game. How can you win with throwing the ball 11 times? Yeah,
1: I, I, I mean, I will say, I feel like they look like a better Bears team than last year. I feel like they're buying into their coach more. Like they're getting it on the ground. They're playing better defense, right? They're just running the ball like crazy, right? It, it, it was what uh 12, 27 carries for like the and like Justin Fields eight. Yeah. So they're running the ball like a lot. So like I think they're just buying into that like philosophy. But they look like they. I don't know. They look better to me well, than the last When you're down, show. when you're down like twenty, you have to start like, throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Because they're down definitely 24, down. It's 24-7 at halftime, right? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, that what the hell did we your Game plan the next. going to run, run the touchdown. ball? That touchdown should have been a touchdown though. Like that was a touchdown, and maybe you, you cut it to a seven-point game, and then it's a game again, right? Yeah. And, yeah. You know. And um, by the way, the record is he's 10 and 0, including this game now. Um, after a loss, so he hasn't lost back to back. Which is crazy,
0: yeah. That is crazy. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like the loss of Devante will hurt them more in the playoffs for sure. Uh, as opposed to like in the regular season. In the regular season, they'll still find a way. Like it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still Matt Lafleur. Like they'll come up with something.
1: Um, I mean, you're saying that, but like, what's their playoff success been recently? I mean, okay, they probably win. Two games before last year and get to the conference championship or one yeah, sure. true. The no, their playoff success has been ass. <laughs> so it's like I mean I don't even know what difference really makes. But I, I mean Rogers is kind of similar to Brady. You just give him like actually no, I can't even say that because Rogers complains eh. too much about receivers. So I don't know. Let's just put this as one game. Rogers didn't complain. He wasn't a baby about the stuff. The guys caught the ball and that's it. So I don't. I'm not gonna read more into that more any more than that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to spend too much more time on this game either. Uh. All right, let's look for our next most boring game. But I could, Oh, yeah, okay, there's one more. <laughs> um, yeah, the Seahawks 49ers. Uh, I mean, it's a very unfortunate game uh, to see Trey Lance get hurt. Um, like, he finally got his chance to start, and just week two, he – I didn't really see – I mean, I saw the play where he got hurt. I couldn't, like, see his, like, ankle or whatever. But, yeah, it looks like he broke his ankle, and he'll be out for the season. Um – but the 49ers, they put in Jimmy Garoppolo and it looks like they're going to have a season pretty similar to last year. Um, and I don't know, how do you feel about that, about his injury and about now they signed Jimmy Garoppolo
1: and now he basically plays the rest of the season? When you say season similar to last year, like you're saying like they're going to get to the conference championship again?
0: No, no, no. no. I just mean like it's going to be like the same team, at least offensively. Yeah. OK, yeah. I it's mean, gonna, they're going to um... look like the same team is what I meant.
1: And this is what I was saying with the Titans like I think Jimmy G and Rontendo they give you a better chance to win but you're not developing for the future right so it's like yeah like, oh, I, and I always ask this question why can't Jimmy G just be your quarterback then like like yeah he, I was, agree. he, was, he was he was literally um like one bad throw away from winning the Super Bowl he was a uh Jaquarius trout trout tra- 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 whatever interception away from going to two Super Bowls in his career, Tart, right? J- Squid Tart. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever, whatever his name is, yeah. So, so, so they, he's like, he's very good at doing his job, right? And like, he's a good-looking man at it as as well. I just like to say that, but uh, like, he's very good at doing his job. He's solid, <laughs> right? He's, he'll give you a really good chance to win, especially if you put the right pieces around him, get a good running game, and a very solid defense. Right, but then at one at what point do you like? All right, like this is our guy, and can develop someone else? But why can't he just be your guy? Like I, I, I never. Yeah, I mean, that.
0: I think I think the issue, okay, with like the Jimmy Garoppolo and the Ryan Tannehill, like I do agree that they give you a better chance to win if you play them. But like, it's not because they're like doing anything great. I think it's because they don't like mess up. Like they don't get in the way of you losing the game. Is what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like I like I understand from like the, t- the perspective of those teams like maybe like like it when you look at all the best teams in the NFL like they have quarterbacks that win them games like on their own like like volition you know like we'll we'll talk about some teams where like the quarterback just took the game into his hands and won and won and won them the game uh, so I think like the reason why like they'll think about like Trey Lance or Malik Willis or whatever quarterback is just because. They want to find someone who can win them the game instead of just someone who doesn't lose them the game. (laughs) It's the best way I could describe it. Yeah,
1: and then but like at this point where like I don't know if this is the time to develop your like young quarterback, right? I feel like like the Texans like are are in a good spot to develop their young quarterback because like there's no talent anywhere else. But they have like the, the, the Niners have so much talent. They have a top three tight end. They have like a top eight receiver in Debo Samuel, right? They have a very good defense year in and year out. So there's a lot of talent just going wasted. So, like, you're kind of just like, okay, let's just go for the win, but also let's develop. So that was so weird about the whole Jimmy G drama this year because they're like, all right, as our quarterback, but we're keeping Jimmy G. Oh, yeah, uh, Dak Prescott's out for half the season, but we're still keeping Jimmy G, you know? So, like, it, I don't know. This, this whole, like, this whole nonsense is just kind of weird to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand it either. It feels like they've just, like, they just think that, like, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is, like, capped out, you know what I mean? Like the reason you do this is because you think he's reached his ceiling, which is like Super Bowl appearance, Western Conference appearance, <laughs> but like, or uh, sorry, the uh, conference championship appearance. But like, it's just like weird to like I don't know. It, it's just weird. I feel like um,
1: like if if the Niners got the Super Bowl last year and they somehow win and they somehow win it, is he was he is he starting for you guys next year? I feel like the Niners would still portray Lance as starting next year. I like, guess no, is crazy. that's crazy. No, but but that's the that's the kind of like message they're putting out there, though, right? Like he got you to yeah, the championship, right. right? Okay, let's say he gets two more wins, even if he gets to the Super Bowl. I feel like they still they are, they already have it in their head, okay? Like uh, Lance is starting quarterback no matter what. That's just the problem is when you have a pretty decent quarterback and then you draft a young guy like this, like it, it's supposed to put pressure on the quarterback, like in Aaron Rodgers' case with Jordan Love or Tom Brady's case with Jimmy Garoppolo, so they could play better. But like Jimmy G isn't that kind of guy like Brady and Rogers level. Like you you draft Lance to, for him to be your guy, but they can't really. I feel like they just can't. They can't pick the guy. So I don't know. Yeah. To answer your question, it's another year just for like them to be a very good team, have a chance to win the division, be a wild card team for sure. You know, like Jimmy G can definitely do that for you, right? And you can make a surprise run. But I mean, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. I mean, unless things go their way. But like, what is, it, is this? Is last year Jimmy G is on a one year contract. So I guess next year you develop Trey Lance, you start this thing all over again, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, but I don't know. It's just, like, weird because like, now you have Trey Lance coming off a year-long injury. Like, are you sure he can be healthy? Like, are you so, so sure that he'll be healthy that you'll let uh, Jimmy Garoppolo go? I guess that's a decision they'll have to make. Uh... Yeah.
2: Yeah, but so do uh, you have with anything else? Game
1: was yeah. that's, that's all I have to say for the Seahawks. Jenos was had a good game. That's it. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. He looked good, fine.
0: Yeah, he was okay. Didn't he? Ha- he had like a pick, I guess, right? Yeah, but uh, like, uh, I
1: oh, I mean, the as far backup as, like,
0: quarterback had a pick, or they're not. No, the running back. Yeah, and, and that was just
1: like a weird, fluky play. But like, I mean, Jill Smith, just—he moved. The, yeah. They got—they moved the ball very well. They just couldn't finish when they needed to. But I mean, like, what the Seattle expecting this year? That's it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, one thing, one time thing time. I did want to point out, because remember, uh, I sent you a tweet. like You responded to it. Like, just how much happier the Niners looked when Jimmy G scored that touchdown.
0: Oh, yeah. They were so happy. <laughs> he came in the game. They're all smiling, tapping on the helmet. Yeah. Uh, I think they just like him, dude. I feel like the locker room might kind of like, like him more. It's like it's a, guy, a guy like that took you to the Super Bowl, man, and took you to the Western Conference. Uh, I keep saying Western Conference. <laughs> it's man. not the OKC Thunder, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he took you to the Conference Championship. Like, that matters.
1: Yeah, poor lens.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for him. Especially, like, the week after, like, there was, like, a stripper video, too. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. He's had a bad week. that stripper video, he broke his yeah, ankle. Yeah, everyone's now just like, teammate... Yo, what the hell's
0: wrong with him? Then he gets hurt.
1: And now his teammates don't love him like the other guy. Like, it's bad. Yeah, it's been a bad week.
0: I, I hope he does. I hope he just recovers and comes back fine. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we can move on. Uh, So, let's see uh we can talk about the oh there's one i was looking oh broncos texans yeah i mean this is i mean we talked about it dude we talked about it uh maybe that maybe the broncos weren't going to be as good as everyone thought they would be uh i mean this game either means two of two one of two things right either the texans defense is legit <laughs> or the Broncos, or are not as good as we think they are, or it's a combination of both. What do you, which way are you leaning towards in that? Okay. That, that
1: means you're saying the Texans and the Seahawks defense is both good. And which I don't think is the case. I just think the Broncos. Just, yeah.
0: I don't think that's the case either.
1: I think the Broncos just struggle to finish in the red zone, which is kind of crazy because they have good running backs in Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and like a very yeah. good quarterback and pretty good receivers. So, like, it might just be like, whole new coaching system and like Nathaniel Hackett is just an idiot. I've never seen like a dumber coach. Like they just have bad coaching. They've always just had bad coaching. So I think like that's just also (laughs) that's all like a part of a factor. But this is what we're speaking about, right? Like they're gonna struggle to score, even though they have all this talent, right? Like their defense is always gonna be good. But like even though you have Russ, like he's not even he's not in that top, top tier where like you'd like Rely on him heavily, they still kind of like pull back at times and then not rely on him. Like, they still ran the ball 31 times, with like everyone else, right? They still have like a bunch of yeah, end-arounds. so many carries. Yeah, they still have like a whole bunch of end arounds with all their receivers, right? Like, they don't trust the Russ enough to where it's like this. Like, I have a stat where it's like the first two games this year 22 plays in the red zone, two turnovers, and no touchdowns. That's bad, yeah,
0: that's that's terrible. Um, but also, like, I don't get how Jerry Judy only has like three targets this game. Like, that's just weird. Like, he should be getting more than three targets. And, like, I don't know, Russell Wilson, like, completing 14 of 31. Like, his stats are just, like, pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, discouraging. I mean, I guess, the like, if you're, like, looking at, at it from, like, a glass half full, it's just, like, okay, like, they just have to figure out how to get in the end zone and they'll be fine. But, like, I don't know. They, they were on the verge of losing this game. Like, they were literally about to lose this game. And then at the end, they just, like, squeezed it out. And it's, like, the home opener. Like, I guess I kind of understand, like, if it's, like, one of the first games of the season, like, you're on the road. Like, I don't know. Weird thing. Ha- weird things happen when you go on the road. Like, there's a chance you don't show up. But for, like, your home opener, like, that's a game you would think, like, they would come ready to play. Especially against, like, a team that, like, figures to be average. Uh, they were booing them. They, like, them. barely came away with this one. I really thought the Texans were going to win, actually.
1: Like, the fans it, it looked like they were going to win. It was bad. They were, like, 9-6 yeah. at the end of their quarter. They were booing them and even when they got the lead, they were being like, snarky. A weird situation. I, I don't know if you saw, like, when they got the lead and they're winning the game, they were being snarky. And the Broncos had the ball. They're like counting down the play clock. Like, I, I don't know what specifically happened, but like, after the Texans got the lead, it's 16 9 and they're going down the field. As the play clock's going down, the fans are counting it down. And like, Nathaniel Hackett spoke about it after. He was like, yeah, that's just like a messed up thing to do or whatever. I don't understand exactly what happened, but they were like, yeah, down I the play clock. yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I watched that actually.
0: Yeah, the fans were like like uh saying like <laughs> I've never seen that like I, dude in all NFL games whenever the offense goes, most of the crowd is usually quiet before the snap so that the offense can make adjustments like that's like the advantage of like being at home right yeah uh it's usually like when you're like they're just quiet so that the offense can make adjustments and then like they cheer after like there's a big play or like something like that right but this was weird like they were like shout. Like they were like screaming the shot clock or the play clock, like it was basketball. This is not basketball, basketball.
1: rods. We're not.
0: Yeah, I know. I I don't know. I'm making the comparison to basketball. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like you know that sometimes the shot clock goes down and then people will like like coaches or someone will say like oh like five or even fans will scream like five four three two so the player knows to shoot it. But I've never seen that once done in my life in football.
1: Yeah, they had two delay of game penalties and three false starts. So, maybe that, but, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that happens to every team every game. I don't think you need to be, like, that like, mean to your team. Like, booing, I understand. But, like, <laughs> that's just weird.
2: <laughs> it's not, it's not like they, had, like, didn't, they
1: didn't have, like, 10 delay of game plans. I feel like every team gets one or two every game, right? But Yeah, it was just really weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, delay of game, like, to have at more than one. one is kind of weird. But Yeah, okay, but yeah, I guess if you have two, then you
0: start, You get False starts, you're right, it's common, though. Like, two or three false starts per game seems pretty common to me.
1: Yeah, th- um, th- th- these fans yeah, are crazy, I mean, man. Uh, like, they had a they had a Super Bowl win 6 years ago. Like what the hell? Like you guys you should be good for life. Like who cares what what do you do for the next 20 years?
0: Yeah, that uh it's, it's just a weird situation in Denver. I we'll see how it goes, but let's just be clear that we we talked about this <laughs> before in the preview. So, we were on top of that. Um yeah. yeah, I guess yeah, I mean, I don't have much to really say on the Texans uh Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Texans.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, Okay. So now, okay, now all the games are, like, pretty good. Uh, We can talk about, I mean, most of the games is, like, somewhat, like, we can talk about the game. A lot of the games this week, there was, like, disappointment. Um, So I think, like, we can just, like, grill, like, a lot of these teams. But maybe let's go into a game... Like I think I want to get the games that were like not disappointing out of the way, um, or like kind of like what we expected, and then like we can go into the other teams that are like have like actual like disappointments because that'll be like really good conversation, um. So yeah, like the the Lions actually got their win uh, against the Commanders. This is a crazy game. Like I don't know. Like so far the Lions have been in like two very like high scoring games. Uh. So the Lions win 36-27. to 27. Um, Jared Goff just stuffed the stat sheet here. 20 for 34, 256 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he, he was killing it. And on offense, like Amon Ross, St. Brown, and DeAndre Swift, oh my God, like they're, they're killers right now.
1: Did I not say this, Raj, last week? If you need a quarterback at Fantasy, Jared Goff is your guy. They're going to score no matter <laughs> what. They're going to be down so many games. Or it's going to be games like yeah. this. But he will get you No, touchdowns. but this game, they were up. They were up and, this game. <laughs> and, and, and they're up because of Jared Goff. Like, he gets the numbers. They, he's not a winning quarterback, but he'll get you fantasy numbers. So, if anyone, yeah. anyone, if you had Dak on your team or whatever, and you need a quarterback, Jared Goff is the guy. Just saying.
0: Yeah, and they're just like, they still don't have, uh, who did they, I think they drafted the guy, I think Jamison Williams. Like, they still don't have him. Like, that's like a... Like a high end like playmaker that they drafted too. Like imagine when they had add him into the offense, and then you have Amon Ra, you have T.J. Hawkinson. Like they'll be going crazy at that point. Like He's I'm a actually guy from Alabama,
1: in right? Day. He's from Alabama. Yeah, right? Alabama. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like they're a pretty fun team. Uh, and and it looks like they've taken a step to the point where they can actually get some wins. Like I don't think this is a team that'll be at the bottom of the barrel. Like I I love their coach. Like he brings the energy of uh, Dan Campbell and like. They're a fun team to watch. Uh, I mean, they almost choked this one away, actually, because Carson Wentz on the other side is actually like lighting it up. Like, dude, he has like, he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure he has like second or third most passing yards in the league so far, which is like not what I would have seen coming. But they're just like, dude, they're just letting him unload, actually. And they're just, like, I mean, with Carson Wentz, like, we know the story, right? Like, he has, like, all the talent in the world. Like, he will still get, like, some, like, boneheaded interception, like, at least one or two per game. But, like, if you're letting him throw, like, 46 times, like, you are going to see better results more often than not. And it seems like the, the commanders are, like, willing
1: to live with that. If I told you after two weeks the top five in passing yards would be from the bottom to the top, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. And then Joe Flacco, Carson Wentz, Tua. <laughs> Round yeah, the, the top, top three are insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if I told you that after week two, like you call me crazy. But uh, yeah, this is like I guess two pretty good games back to back for Carson Wentz. He hasn't done this since like the MVP year, basically in the, um, yeah, with, the with the Eagles. That's very accurate. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, we still need to see more, but like Washington, like they have like pretty good players, and like and, and the one pick that was like on Carson, it was off of Logan Thomas's hand. And, like, you know how I feel about picks when it's, like, off the player's hands. I feel like it shouldn't be picks. So, like, in my eyes, he he played, like, a pretty, like, clean game, right? So, I just think, like, their offense took a while to get going in the first half. And then once Carson was like, oh, shit, I have to carry McLaurin on my team. Let me start using him. Like, let me start using Curtis Samuel. Then they started getting going and everything. Yeah, I mean, in the first half,
0: that def- the Detroit Lions' like defensive line just dominated. Yeah, like Aiden Hutchinson was going crazy. I was like, yeah, like this is the reason why he was like. He- a lot of people thought he should have gone number one, and he had three sacks like in this game. Uh, he really showed up, and their their defensive line was just like dominant in in the first half of that game, which is why the Redskins couldn't get anything going. Redskins. Um, uh, sorry, Commanders. <laughs> I I'll never get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, um. Yeah, I, I, but like I, I, like the Lions, man. Like they're they're fun. Last year they somehow only won like four games, three or four games last year. I think they won more this year. But they're a fun team to watch. Like you said, like but both of these teams, I think they've gotten better from last year. I would say for the most part, like um, yeah, have, like upgrades in talent, or, like or, like, or, like everywhere. So like they'll both be like teams that are like on the fringe of making the playoffs and like fun for entertainment value. You know, so like that, that that's basically what this game was, just like offense 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 like one team has a good first half that team has a good second half and then there's your game right yeah i mean the problem
0: is that like they both exist in divisions that it's like really hard to win because like okay if you're in the nfc north like the packers are going to be there um and if you're in the nfc east like you're probably gonna have to go to the eagles and i don't know if i don't think either of the teams are like ready to win the division yet and the problem is, is being a wild card. Like, you have to have, like, a pretty good record. So, I still think it's, like, a very tall task for either of them to make the playoffs. But, yeah, I, I agree. Like, they're definitely improved. Uh, and they're on the right track.
1: I mean, technically, uh, I the, Lions Samuels... yeah, t- the Lions are tied for first place in the division. Every team is one-on-one. One, so, they're off to a good start so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have a shot. They have a <laughs> shot. Um, yeah, I mean, Curtis Samuel's, like, resurgence is pretty cool. Because I always felt, like, on the Panthers, like, he he always, like, had so much talent. But, yeah. like, they could never figure out how to use him, like. Because, I don't know, they they just, like, the quarterback play in Carolina has been, like, spotty. Like, in terms of throwing the ball, for sure. Um, and, and with, like, Carson Wentz, like, they're just, like, letting him off the ropes and is letting him throw 45 times a game. Well, to be fair, they were also down, like, t- like a lot of points pretty quickly. So, maybe that's why nothing. he was throwing yeah. 46 times. It's yeah, nothing. so maybe yeah. that's why, but, like. He like I think Curtis Samuel can be like really productive, uh, with with Carson Wentz actually, and that receiver that they picked up in the draft, John Dotson has also looked really good. Like he's making a lot of great catches.
1: Yeah, um, and like it's kind of like it's kind of annoying because like the, uh, the like like the um the Commanders they scored a touchdown, they made it 36-27 uh, or whatever, and then uh, so then they missed the uh, PAT. So, then, like, it ended up being... Uh, third, so, 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 they couldn't make it an eight-point game. They couldn't make it a one-possession game. So, like, they had a chance. Like, if they if the guy uh, made the PAT, then they, they could have went for the onside kick and got the ball back. But
0: Yeah, then at that point, like, when it's, like, two possessions with, like, that little time left, you just kind of lose hope and call it a game. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: But, but, because they got the ball back. They didn't even do an onside kick. They just got the ball back because, like, they forced them out on downs. But, like, there's no hope to even, like, try to win the game. So, like, I, 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 I'm just saying, like, if they... If the guy made the PTA, then he probably would have like had a chance to like tie this game up, but
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was still a pretty entertaining game to watch. Like this was yeah. one of the better ones. Um, yeah. So Detroit has a good game, crowd, I
1: would say, bro. Like, I, I want to go to a game up in Detroit. They have a pretty good crowd. I like the crowd. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think they're hungry, bro. Those those fans are like, well, they're like Michigan fans, right? So they'll be hungry oh, for like yeah. they love football. Like, they'll definitely be hungry for some wins. Uh, and if the Lions play well, that crowd will be rocking. Yeah, I mean, Finally, if you go, Thanksgiving like, might be fun.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you go 0-16, like, in like 1 and, like, 1-15 for a couple of years, you probably are very hungry.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, let's move on to the Panthers and Giants. Uh, so the Giants, okay, like, it literally says on ESPN, the headline... 2-0 and for the first time in six years. The New York Giants are undefeated two weeks into the season. Um, no, they've been playing really well. Um, and, and I mean, like, I think, like, okay, the thing that's obvious with the team is, like, it's not perfect. But, like, they seem to have, like, some sort of, like, grit about them. Like, they're just, like, a tough team. Yeah. And, like, even the last game was, like, very close. And, like, they found a way to win, right? And, like, I think, like, it's just fun watching them, like, figure out a way to win. And, like, to me, it just feels like the coach. Like, I just really feel like Brian Dabble. Like, I I think that's how you pronounce it. uh He's just, Able. like, giving them energy. Like, he seems to have, like, revitalized, like, Saquon, um who's, like, running physically now. Like, I don't know if it's, like, because of the coach or if it's just like enough time after his injury. But, like, his main thing is he just wasn't running physical before. But now he is. And he... He looks like the best player on their offense. Like, Daniel Jones is – he's still kind of, like, more or less the same. Like, he definitely had a few throws I saw that should have been picked, but he got saved. Um, But, like, I don't know. He's, like, at the point where he's not going to just, like, throw the game away, hopefully. Or at least he hasn't so far. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they they look like a really fun team.
1: Yeah, and, and like, uh, the Giants won on Sunday, and then the Jets won on Sunday – and it's kind of crazy. So it's the first time since I think November two thousand and nine where the Jets, Giants, Yankees, and Mets all win on the same day. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which is kind of like which is kind of crazy. Big. I mean, I guess okay, it can only happen in like September, October because of just like look, yeah. when the seasons clash but like yeah like like, oh
0: yeah i think that's actually the main reason for it uh but like the yankees and mets have like been pretty good right for like the recent memory yeah
1: i I would say like the last decade like the yankees have been like solid the mets have been like uh here and there but like i I mean there's only one month i think you could do this you're you only have like four weeks to do this so so it is kind of crazy so i don't know if that says like how bad new york is right? But, I mean, like, New York, I mean, football is back in New York, I would say, like, even... The yeah, Jets, that's
0: what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, even the Jets accurate. look
1: better. Like, we'll get, we get to the layup later, but I agree with you. Like, the Giants are actually, like, are fun to watch. Like, take one is, like, fun. Like, Daniel Jones is not stupid anymore. Or, oh, like, less stupid than he was before. And, like, just making plays and, like, not throwing into, like, um coverage or whatever. And, like, their defense looks, like, pretty good, too. I mean, they haven't played, like, the most offensive uh, firepower teams, you know, with, like, the Panthers and um the Titans. But, like, There's an energy to them, like like it's not like dreary every time you like walk to the stadium and like the fans see it too. But like and like what's weird, what I wanted to point out is Kadarius Tony, he's like non-existent and like now Richie James is that new guy, you know, like he's pretty good, but it's kind of sad that Kadarius. I have really high hope for Kadarius Tony, so it's kind of sad two games of the season that he's not doing anything.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll see. Uh, but I mean I think like the main thing about the Giants too is like. If you like, you brought up a good point that they haven't played like any high-powered offenses yet. But like, the thing is, if you beat like the games that you're supposed, like if you win the games that you're supposed to win, and then just beat like I don't know, like a couple of good teams like throughout the course of the season, like you have a pretty good chance at making the playoffs. Uh, so it's it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up. Um, is it
1: crazy to say that like at the end of October second they could be four zero because the next two games are versus the Cowboys? Who, if like without Dak, you could probably win that game, and that game is in New York, and then you play the Bears in New York. Like, is it, clear yeah, to I
0: say? mean, if it's two home games, like they definitely have a really good that would be crazy, man. If they're four and oh, yeah, like dude, their playoff chance has got to be high at that point, like yeah. honestly. Um, uh, if, if they made it that far, especially if you can get uh, the two wins against the
1: Cowboys, and like probably get if you can try to get two wins against the Commanders, and it's like, yeah, you know, like you have a really good shot, so. Yeah, It's a
0: different vibe, like when the Giants are good, you know, like, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I, like, obviously, like we live in like the New Jersey, New York area. So like, and we're, but neither of us are like Giants fans. But it's just like cool to see like when it's good, like, it just like feels like there's more energy around. Uh, like w- when they're miserable, it's like kind of funny at times, but you also just like feel bad. Um, so I'm happy for them, honestly. All
1: our fans are posting you know, like it's on social media. Like I feel like in years prior, like no one would post anything about the giants, but now we see people who like say they're a giants fan just because they, live yeah, in the exactly. Area. No, there's like,
0: people I never knew were giants fans. Like They just
1: post like a giants post. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you know what football is. Okay, cool. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, it's hella accurate. I don't even know a lot of these people are giants fans. Uh, maybe they're just giants fans now that they're winning. Yeah. Uh, but do you have anything to say on the Panthers' side? I mean, Baker looks like the same. I guess uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. He looked better in that Browns game. I think uh, this game is like okay.
1: Is CMC broken. I I, I don't know. Fifteen carries, hundred two yards is like fine. But like I don't know. He doesn't even. He doesn't look hurt. Nah, man. But one
0: of the like, his longest was like forty nine yards. So that means like he had fourteen for like fifty yards, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Like so he's broken. and then he just had one really big play. Yeah, so are they just not using him correctly? Like, I think he's, like, this is like long as he's probably been healthy in, like, forever, two games in a row.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, he doesn't seem as, like, dominant. Uh, Like, yeah, I don't know. The, the injuries just are weird for running backs, man. Like, Saquon, like, he looks good now, but it took him, like, so many years to, like, come back from it. Uh, So I, I wonder if it's the same thing from McCaffrey, but we'll see as the season goes on. Like, I don't want to write him off just yet, but, yeah, I mean, for them to win games like they'll have to go through uh they'll have to go through Christian McCaffrey like they don't really have any other choice I feel like um and like they just you just have to be able to pass the ball better like I don't know if this is the Giants being good or like the Panthers being bad but like 14 completions is not good enough to win a game in the NFL um like it's just like too little like like your best receivers DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson Three for forty-three, three for thirty-two. Like that's not good enough. That's not gonna win you the game, in my opinion, unless like Christian McCaffrey is going like monster, obviously. But it wasn't one of those kind of games. So
1: how long until? Yeah, I mean, they're uh, just uh,
0: okay. They're like, like a mid team, I think.
1: How long until Baker loses his spot
0: to Sam Donald?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think PJ the problem Walker, is that Sam
0: Donald behind
1: him, bro. Like P.J. Walker is probably better, honestly. Yeah because like it, 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 he's looked like decent at times right nah man he's like
0: a preseason <laughs> quarterback bro don't yeah. don't fall for that all right
1: but like I, what is baker really doing for you man like this is yeah. just like really bad they haven't yeah they're not going anywhere this year
0: yeah um yeah so we can move on uh let's talk about some like weirdly exciting game uh so the Falcons and the Rams, like I don't know, going into this game, like I thought the Rams would destroy them. Um, but they actually barely won. So I don't know. Like maybe we were a little bit too high on the Rams, or I don't know if they're still getting adjusted. But like, I mean, they they'll obviously be like a playoff team. I think they'll be a team that's in the fold, but it's just weird right now. Uh in, in for the Rams, like they barely won this game. And normally, it's the Falcons that choke the lead. But this time, it was, they were the ones coming back. It,
1: it, it was a 28-3 lead. Like, this, th- that that number never leaves eh. this team. They were down 28-3. <laughs> and, like, if they came back, I think people would stop probably making that joke about the Super Bowl. I think they would have something to hold that against people. But typical, fashion, eh. super typical Falcons fashion, they can't get the job done. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't worry about the Rams, to be honest with you. Like, I, I think it's just, like, a slight Super Bowl hangover. They have so much talent. I think they just got the lead and just took their foot off the gas, right? And like, and the Falcons are just playing with this like newfound hunger compared to the last couple years prior. Then like, yeah. so I, I would I don't think it's that big of a deal,
0: right? Um, it's crazy though, man. There were one Jalen Ramsey like interest, and that that ball was going in the end zone, bro. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah. If he missed, if he missed, and that was a touchdown, they, they would have lost. I mean, but yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Uh, I guess he but finally I mean, like, made these up are the for games that before. you have to win. Like I don't think the score matters as much. Like obviously, yeah. if they dominate this game, then I, like like look at the Bills, for example. Like the Bills dominated the Titans, and we're like, oh, Super Bowl. But like the Rams barely win this game, so we're like, eh. But like they still won the game, right? At the end of the day, yeah.
1: I I, I mean it depends, like. I guess we can. I guess the Bills have more to prove because so they have to come out like this, right? Let's say you switch the roles. Let's say the Rams dominate the Bills week one, and the, and then the Bills win a close game, and then the Rams dominate week two, right? And the Rams are Super Bowl champions, and the Bills aren't. I think we'd be freaking out about the Bills and not the Rams. but I don't think we're freaking out about the Rams right now because like you could just put a pin in our Super Bowl hangover. Like all right, like they don't really care for the next like first couple of weeks, right? Like all right, yeah, we we'll get to we we'll get to the playoffs and then we'll figure it out from there. I mean, it could hurt you, but, like, I, that's that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from them. Like, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Yeah. And, like, Stafford throws... I mean, p- I'm not worried... Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, like, Stafford throws picks, but he throws... Like, he led the league in picks last year, right? So, like, I don't even think that's an issue to worry about. Like, they won a Super Bowl, even with that. Yeah. I mean, that's because their
0: defense bails them out, like, yeah. hella. But we'll see. I mean, I think... Uh, yeah, I think, like, if I could see, like, a dominant defensive performance from them, like... I think like that would like sway me a lot because I think like their defense is where I have more concerns rather than their offense. I think on offense they'll figure it out. Um, I guess Allen Robinson and Tyler Higby like they did a good job of getting him involved because in week one it just seemed like it was Cooper Cup. Um, this game like Allen Robinson four for fifty three. I'm pretty sure most of it came on only one drive on on one drive actually. Uh, yeah. But like he did score. Um, so they'll have to keep working on that, but. Yeah, I mean Cooper Cup is still Cooper Cup, so I think they'll always have a chance. And with Aaron Donald on their defense, again, like they'll still always have a chance.
1: Um, and their next two weekends are at Cardinals at 49ers. So like this is your chance to like claim the division right here. Like you could probably like honestly end the division. You go up three and one, put these guys at one and two, and you have a tiebreaker over them, like you're probably like and and if you have a good showing of both these games you probably just shut up all the talks.
0: Yeah, because the Seahawks are, like, no threat, right? It's mainly yeah. actually the Niners and the Cardinals that would challenge for the division.
1: Especially if you win both these games on the road, if you can just put a dominant performance, then you probably have the division locked up already after a month.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Do you have anything on the Falcons or what?
1: I I, I like Mariota, bro. He's, like, pretty solid. Like, I mean, like, he, always, he was good in Oregon, and, like, uh he hasn't been the same since. I know he had a stint with, like, the... Titans and like sometimes as a backup with the Raiders, but like he's he looks fine. Like I, I guess sometimes he gets flustered when there's like there's a lot of pressure on him and like the Falcons. He's online. just like
0: a checkdown king. Like honestly, yeah. just like he just he's the checkdown a lot. He looks fine
1: though, and and, and Drake London has looked good. You know, uh, Kyle Pitts hasn't looked good. It's just kind of weird. He's supposed to be like this.
0: Yeah, they have to get him more involved. Side
1: in, But um, I, the Falcons, again, Like, I feel like a lot of teams that were like really, really, really bad last year. And they have a coaching change like the Bears, the Giants, the Falcons, the Jets. I guess the Jets have the same coach. But I feel like they're all playing with a different kind of hunger this year. They're not like, I feel like last year after two weeks at this point in the season, they'd all just be like, all right, like this team sucks. They're not going anywhere. But I'm not saying these teams are going to make the playoffs or anything, but they look like they want to win these games, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean it's probably just energy that you have in the beginning of the season. Like usually as the season goes on, like talent starts catching up uh and starts making a more a bigger impact. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think um we're I'm good on that game. Uh if you want to move on.
2: Yeah,
1: no, I mean that's it. Yeah, all right. You can move on.
0: Uh okay, let's see what we have here. Uh Saints Saints uh Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, we could go back up to the top, yeah. Um. Oh, actually, wait. Let's talk about the Jets Browns first. Um. Uh, just get that out of the way. Then it'll be only good games left. Um. Well, actually, no. This was a great. game, Oh, That game was a good too. game.
1: That, that, that's one thing you want to say at the end because that was actually a really good game.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can save it for later then. Yeah. Let's go to Bucks Saints. Yeah. I mean, this game was like pretty miserable. Honestly, like it was just like. I don't know. Like these two teams, like very clearly, just hate each other. Like there are a lot of division rivals, but like this is one of the bigger ones. Uh, And like it was just a very chippy game, like from start to finish. Um, I'm sure you saw the you saw the fight uh, between Mike Evans and uh, Marshawn Lattimore. (laughs)
1: And this is not the first time he's done that. I think when James was quarterback, I think uh Mike Evans also pushed him or something. I I, I think I saw the stat he had Mike Evans has two touchdowns on Lattimore, but he has three pushes or something like that. Some like funny stat like that. <laughs> yeah, like dude,
0: I I mean Marshawn or Lattimore has just kind of like destroyed him. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like in a lot of their matchups. Um and, and it just feels like he's like taking out his frustration on Marshawn Lattimore at like the most random times. Um but, yeah, I mean, this, like, the Bucks also, I mean, to be fair, like, they're still 2-0, and so there's only so much you can say. But, like, in order for them to, like, win the Super Bowl, I feel like they're going to have to figure out, like, what's going on on offense because, like, they just haven't been able to produce. And I think it has to do with, like, their line and stuff like that. Um, But, like, Tom Brady has, like, put up, like, two very pedestrian, like, stat lines. I think, like, this game they more or so won just because Jameis Winston, like, imploded and I've that picked. Bucks defense is, like, still really good. I've picked. Huh? Five picks, come on! Isn't it? Th- oh, like so far, right? Oh, f- uh, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: f- five, five picks so far. But like five turnovers from him is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that's that's oh, O.D. Five that, that, from that's, the team. You
1: Sorry. just can't. i turns from a three team, but they had three picks. But yeah, like it was just like it was a turnover fest, right? Yeah, and like they all came on like consecutive possessions in the end too. Like when you yeah. look at the
0: score, like you could tell like it was a three and it, it was like a three three game for like most like most of the time, or like a three zero zero three game. Um, and, th- and then in the end, like, I think it was literally three consecutive possessions, if I'm not wrong, that he just threw picks. And is just, like, too predictable. Like, I think the deep ball was, like, he had, like, one pick that was, like, a deep ball that, like, that I kind of understand. Because, like, you think your guy has a step, like, you're going for the home run and then, like, whatever. Like, if he gets picked off and it's, like, a deep ball, it's not that big of a deal. But the other two were, like, really bad, in my opinion. Um, like, th- those were just, like, throws that should not be made. And, like, we've talked about it. Like, as good as, like... Like, the the Saints hung with them for, like, majority of this game uh, up until that point where he started throwing these picks in the in the fourth quarter. Um, But, like, this team will only go as far as Jameis takes them, for sure.
1: Yeah, and he's in that tier of, like, the Carson, the Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. Like, they can have a really great game, but they win you the game. Or they can have a really bad game, but they lose the game. And I think in both cases of Kirk Cousins and Winston's case, they like both these guys lost their team the game. Like they were both, they both should have won if they just didn't turn the ball over, and they, it was an easy win for both teams.
0: So like this is just literally yeah, or like at least like they should have competed closer. Like I don't know if they would have won, but like it should have been a competitive game. But this game was competitive
1: like, game until like, like the literally at like the end end. Like it was a close game until like the basically the last play of the game. Cause like it, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. Even when it was 13-3, it was then it became a pick six. But even 13-3 is competitive right like it's still like you're yeah. you're not like out of it completely right but like for yeah, yeah like i said before it was 3-3 the whole time and that interception led to that touchdown interception field goal by the bucks interception pick 6 touchdown right so and then the yeah. saints got a touchdown and then like that's it that's the game but, uh yeah, and they also didn't have Camara, which
0: is like I don't know. They might, maybe they would have won with Camara because like that that takes a lot of press pressure off Jameis, right? If you have Alvin Camara yeah. in the backfield,
1: I mean, Mark Ingram was fine out of the backfield, at least as far as like rushing in the beginning of the game, at least start off with. But like, yeah, you need Camara changes the whole yeah. dynamic. I think
0: it's more so the threat of Camara. Like yeah. teams will be like scared. They'll be like, oh yeah, let's stack the box or like let's let's put like three guys on him.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I feel like Mark
0: I- Ingram like I think it as well, but like they they won't really like. Plan to stop him. I guess
1: I feel bad for Brady, bro. I don't know. Like this, I, I, this man should just retired. Like he's like losing. Yeah, his, it's yeah. not worth it. This year was just not worth it. Like, have you seen that picture of him in like the press
0: conference? Like he just looks like so like drained and like sad and like lifeless. Yeah, like his body like actually looks like very like skinny. Like he he's definitely going through something, bro. And like you see, like he I
1: think he has like every Wednesday, every off, Wednesday or off. Yeah, yeah. Like what the he's never been that guy. He's always been like the whole, uh, like, yeah. the whole like Brady product or whatever he does. You know he's always been in shape and like takes care of his body, but he like you're right. He just looks like dead. He still posts his TikTok videos every every after wins, but like it's probably like his media guy doing that now. <laughs> but yeah.
0: yeah, and like I don't know. I, I I remember you saying like yeah their weapons are like a little bit questionable this year because like there's no uh there's no AB and there's no Gronk um and then like I don't know. It seems like one of Mike Evans or Chris Godwin is like always injured at a time, right?
1: Or suspended. Um, so yeah.
0: yeah, like the yeah <laughs> or suspended. Um, But, yeah, like, I agree with that. Like, their weapons are definitely a bit spotty. I mean, I think, like, dude, they'll have to be, like, going, like, full strength into the playoffs. Otherwise, like, I'm not sure that they can compete with, like, the Rams. I mean, but
1: the good thing um, is, like, the division should be easy to win and, like, the conference is a joke. So, they'll still make the playoffs. Yeah, And you just have yeah. to hope for something to break. Or you have to just sign. And this was probably, like, the hardest game for them, right? To
0: win in New Orleans, in the division, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, you probably just have to just skate by the regular season and just hope you sign some, like, like veteran uh, receivers and put them on team. Yeah, and, 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 and they signed uh, Mr. Anti Vax, so Cole Beasley's playing for them, right? So I mean, I don't know. He, oh, he, really? Yeah. So I don't know. He might. <laughs> yeah. like, the Bills cut him for a reason, but like he can be. He's better than what they have right now, probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think you're right. Um, and, and they still have Julio. I guess. I mean, if if Julio and like Mike Evans and like Chris Godwin could be healthy, uh, then I, and like they they have like still Scotty Miller. And uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy, Cole Beasley, you just mentioned him. Yeah. yeah, then I think they'll be okay, but they need to figure something out. Yeah,
1: but this, um, this is something you pointed out at the beginning of the season, like the whole O-line issue. Like, Brady is not having any time to, like, he's always facing yeah. pressure. And that's the way to beat Brady, always just pressure him. You know, so, like, Yeah. they, yeah. they, they are 2-0, and but, like, this is back to that point where, like, okay, you could win, but you don't look good in your wins. Like, they're 2-0, and but they're a very shaky 2-0. and it's like the defense is carrying them yeah, bro. Yeah, like is it, 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 yeah. the defense is carrying. This is very you know is, is it crazy to say this is very 2016 Broncos? Right? With the court-
0: Nah, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate actually. But like towards the end of 2016 Broncos. Yeah,
1: yeah, like uh, like the defense is carrying like this old withered yeah. quarterback.
0: Yeah, damn, that's actually a really good point. All right, yeah, we can move on. Uh so do you want to go to Jets Brown now or save it?
1: Uh, let's do the Chiefs charges first. I think that's the least, that's the boring out of the the rest of the games that are left. I think. And our Oh teams. yeah.
0: Oh snap! I forgot we. Yeah, we didn't even talk about this. I forgot because it was all the way up there for Thursday night football. Um, yeah. I mean, this game was like it was actually like a defensive game. I don't know. You see, like Justin Herbert and like Patrick Mahomes, and you assume it's like offensive, but like I, I mean, I know the stats are like a little bit ridiculous, at least for Justin Herbert's side. Uh, he's 33 for 48, 334, three pick or three touchdowns, sorry, one pick. Um, it felt like a weirdly defensive game. like there was a lot of punting going on back and forth. um but yeah, I mean, it was a close game though. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on this one?
1: Ugh, the Chargers had it, man. Like they had it, even when they were down, 24 yeah. 17. No, it was 17,17. They had the chance to take the lead and then that pick six like kills you. That's just crazy. Yeah, like no, this, this is this would have been a really good win for the Chargers to like get like in Kansas City, like like to finally show like, hey, this is your division. Cause I know a lot of people have them yeah. in the division, but like, uh, and now Herbert might like he's now it's gonna be hard though, and he definitely had like definitely he's definitely gonna be hurt for the next couple of weeks now. I mean, they didn't have Keaton Allen, yeah. but Mike Williams was great in his spot at least in the first half. Like the Charges like looked great. In the first half, they're coming out strong. And the Chiefs just slowly answered and answered. And I feel like in the second half, like, I think their center got injured in the second half. So, they had the backup center. So, that, I mean, I don't know. That, that didn't seem to make that much of a difference. But, like, in the second half, like, office kind of withered down compared to the Chiefs, right? And I know in the Chiefs, yeah. case, they had, like, Mahomes should have had, like, two picks at least, right? I mean, they weren't picks, but, like, he just gets lucky. I think we can all admit that. It's fine. Like, greatness gets hated on yeah it's fine yeah Um, no but
0: i feel like that's like the story of the chargers of what you were saying before like how many times have they gone into like must win games and then well i don't i wouldn't say this is must win by any like stretch right but they go into like all these games that bear like insane significance yeah and they just like always end up losing them i feel like like last year like they could have made the playoffs so they lose that game um like it, it there's just like so many situations like that that they've Had in like Justin Herbert's career, and like this is like the most easily the most stacked like team that he's had. So it just makes you wonder like if they can't do it with this team, like is it ever gonna happen? Uh, I mean, they still have like there's still a lot of the season left, and they could still win the division like handily. Um, but it'll be like hard. And now like Justin Herbert, he's he's hurt for sure. Yeah. Like uh, if you saw that one play, like he was like running to the side, and he couldn't even like throw it away because he was like in too much pain. Like he just had to run out of bounds. Uh, it was, like, really no, weird. No, like no, he no, literally no, could no, that was weird, it But,
1: but he, was, he was close enough to get the first down by running. Like, it was, like, third and one or something. So, I, I was, yeah. I was watching. I was like, why don't you just run it? So, I was like, maybe he's that hurt that he can't even get another yard before he, like. Yeah, manage. or he's,
0: like, scared he'll get hit or something. Yeah, man. like,
1: um, but, I mean, somehow he still threw, like, uh, I mean, because fourth down Herbert. Oh, that pass is beautiful. Yeah, fourth down Herbert is still, like, exists, right? So, he still threw that beautiful pass. I mean, yeah. uh, one thing that's interesting for me is on the Chargers side. Brandon Staley, like, had the most fourth down attempts last year. And for some reason this year, like, I I know it's, like, a sin. Like, even when you're playing Madden, you get mad at the guy that's like, oh, yo, why are you going for fourth down in the first quarter? But, like, that's what Brandon Staley used to do all last year, right? And and in the first half, they had a couple chances when it was, like, fourth and one, fourth and two. And last year, he went for it. But I think, like, the management were like, yo, you got to chill out. Like, I think you go for it too much. And, like, I think that kind of messed with them this game. I think this game, if they go for it, like, on fourth down a couple times, like, they probably have a better chance of winning. But, like, since he's being, like, conservative this year, they're like, ah, damn. And then, like, I think that kind of cost them in the end. So, like, he's not being him, which is kind of, like, interesting to me to see.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, I mean, yeah, th- this is, like, it was a pretty intense game, I guess, but I don't know. It was just weirdly defensive. I, wa- I wish they scored, like, 40 points each. <laughs> I hope the next one is like that. I think
1: Thursday Night Football is always just, like, uh, like the under hits or something, right? Like, yeah,
0: because, I don't know, maybe the teams
1: are just tired. Yeah, uh, it's only, like, but, a three-day, yeah, game, like, three-day break, because, like, like, you get Monday off, and then Tuesday Wednesday, you practice, or not even practice, you just watch film, and then get ready day game.
0: Yeah, I don't think they really practice on that. Like, if you have a Thursday night football game, Like I think they just come up with a game plan yeah. and, like, do walkthroughs and shit.
1: Um, Are you worried about Austin Eckler? He's been, like, kind of shaky the first two games.
0: I mean, I don't know. I never really thought, like, he was the type to be, like, a wide receiver, like, or a running back one, though. Like, it's, like, different. Because, like, he's a great receiving back. Like, to be, like, a running back one, like, you have to, like, run through the tackles. And I feel like he was never great at that. I mean like like you said like he's good for fantasy kind of like Jared Goff but yeah. like I don't know in, in like the real game like I, I don't view him as like a good running back one because of that like he's really he's so dynamic in the passing game but like that's because like when you give him the ball like from a receiver's perspective he can run good routes like he can catch pretty well and he can like make someone miss on the edge right the difference between those good receiving backs and like the good running backs is the good running backs can run through the tackles in the middle of the field. And I feel like he's always been like kind of okay at that for the most part of his career. Um, so I don't know if it's worried more so than just like, that's just like how, like how he is.
1: Uh, yeah. But it's a good win for the chiefs. Like it's a good win to show like, Hey, this is still our division, yeah. you know? And like, this is still our division to lose.
0: Yeah. They're in a really good spot uh, going forward in like the AFC and, and their a. Uh, like in the conference as a whole and their division. Yeah. It's going to be
1: a huge game, especially for you next week. uh, Chiefs at Colts.
0: Yeah. That's going to be insane. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, I think I'm good on this game. Uh, All right. I'm just going to go in order now from this top bottom to whichever games we haven't hit. Um, I feel like they're all pretty good now. So jets Browns. Yeah. This game was crazy. Uh, the Jets came back. I I forget what the
1: exact uh, it was thirty thirty was. seventeen with a minute thirty left. Um. Yeah, th- that's insane. Okay, so this is how it went down. So basically, it was twenty four seventeen, like a minute thirty ish left, and then Nick Chubb scores. So a lot of people on Twitter and everyone was like, "Okay, you should have went down," which because like in years past, I remember there was a play against the Titans two years ago that he went down. And they ended up, oh, yeah. I remember that, yeah. And, I remember and they that. won the game, he went and, out at the one yard and, line. And a lot of fantasy people were like, Bro, what the hell? What the hell? So, I don't know if that's in the back of his mind, but then this game, I don't even fault him from like going into it because okay, like, like if you score, you're up two touchdowns, right? But then KD York is supposed to make the pat, misses the pat, so that gives the opening for like okay, two touchdowns, you lose the game, right? In like worst case, like I don't know if you're Nick Chubb, like I don't think you're like if you're up like four or five, you're like, okay, like it's, I don't think it's worth scoring, but you're already up a touchdown. Just get the other touchdown, right? I don't think he's thinking that much into it, correct? And it was also yeah, kind of exactly. a weird spot to like kind of go down. He didn't have that much space. It was like him and his, it was like three guys in the sideline. So you might as well just score, right? So I think this game is a Yeah. L- and
0: if he tries to go down, like there's a chance, like maybe someone hits him and like the ball comes yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. or something. Like if you like, try to go down, you have to give yourself up, right? Like yeah. someone could hit you in that time. And, and, and,
1: and, and he can't go out because that defeats the purpose, right? So like it was a, kind of like a hard decision. So, so, this game is a lot on Katie York, too. So, I mean, like, um, <laughs> but you can't miss the PhD like that. You cost your team the game. Yeah, I agree. No, but, no, so, no, it's a that's, minute that's and a cool half, though. and then, like, Joe Flacco turned into, like, 20, 2009 Ravens Joe Flacco, like, with just, like, his bomb that, that down the side. I think Corey Davis, right? I mean, I think that They left him wide
0: open, though. I don't yeah. know how you leave him wide open at this point in the game. Like, you should be playing prevent defense, but everyone should be back. There should be no one, like, catching any balls. But no one should be running past you. Everything should happen in front of you. Like I, I just don't know. That's like a that's an inexcusable error at that point of the game.
1: Even that's the even if that's the case. Okay, you're down. You're up six. Should have been seven with the PAT. You're up six. It's gonna be an onside kick. Just recover it. But why is Amari Cooper your guy? Shouldn't you be putting your tight ends or bigger guys to like, grasp the ball? Why is Amari Cooper? Nah,
0: nah. nah, nah. They always put like the all hand, like it's always wide receivers actually, and like they put some tight ends, but. Whoever it goes to, it goes to, man. <laughs> yeah, Amari Cooper just,
1: like, mishandled the ball. It's supposed
0: to be the hands team. So, like, receivers and tight ends and, like, some DB. Whoever
1: can catch the best. Well, clearly, Amari Cooper can't catch in that position. He was catching all before the, <laughs> the rest of the game. He wasn't catching there. And then, yeah, so now you're down six. You're like, all right, bro. We're not going to lose this game. There's no way we lose the game. That's are going down the field. Going down the field. 70 seconds left. And then, like, Garrett Wilson, like, um gets another touchdown. And, he's a monster yeah. dude. and like this is, this is crazy and like the browns looked like it was a close game throughout until like at the fourth quarter i would say like they're up like they didn't go up 13 right but it was 17 17 going into the uh 17 17 was, like a couple minutes like going into the 3rd going going to in like three minutes into the fourth i would say right and like jacoby Brissett looked fine honestly like he looked like he's a very 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 great very good backup quarterback
2: yeah he, you know, he's
1: so good like he just so good he does at his, his job. job yeah he's so good at his job bro like it, he's on like better than jimmy g level or like they're both the same it's kind of funny because like
2: yeah
0: i would put him on the same level honestly yeah as
1: like as a patriots fan we had brady Brissett, and garoppolo all in like the team one year and i don't know i, I honestly might say like i mean i know mac jones is the guy i want to develop but like this like for winning purposes like Brissett and garoppolo probably give you yeah you think like they say, should just
0: be like oh fuck that give me Brissett back yeah 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 it's
1: like it's like damn but um yeah, no, nah, but this is a bad game, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'll ask you the question later about which one of which team had the most uh, embarrassing, like, meltdown. But, like, this is bad. Like, you cannot lose this yeah, game. Yeah, it was pretty bad. You can't mm-hmm. lose this game. Um, I
0: mean, yeah, and, and, like, I don't know. I think, like, another consistent theme with all these, like, teams. Like, remember we were talking about a lot of these teams that, like, look like shit last year, and they look better this year, like the Jets, Giants. Oh, yeah. Lions, like, I think the one common theme is they just all look like they have some juice on offense, like, like the the Jets are getting it from like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, um, like Brees Hall. The, the Lions are getting it like they've always had DeAndre Swift like going crazy, but they're also like getting it from Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, the Giants like Saquon looks back. Um, like they're doing it a lot with like juice on offense. I feel like, um, like whether it's like exi- like older players like just bringing it or like new players. But I feel like like that just makes a difference. And it was like a pretty exciting win for the Jets. Great day for New York uh, sports here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the Browns fans were shook, bro. They were shook in that stadium.
0: Yeah, I would be in shock. I, I don't know. I would be in shock. I wonder... I mean, it's it's pretty bad for the Browns, though. Because, like, you're right. Like, every loss that they have, like, contributes to, like Deshaun, like, not coming back for the year, right? Like you said, yeah. like... If they're in a shitty record like what is the, there's no point of there's no real point of bringing him back
1: especially if, if uh, you win this game you're you're two and zero, and every other team in division lost right so then you lead the division yeah right? so then you have a really good chance to like be have like to have the lead when uh he's back yeah right and now not only one game up on the team that's probably gonna win it on the Bengals, but yeah See, this is the game you, you should have yeah. won and like you had the game so i mean this happens in football but i agree no,
0: but these are the ones that come back to bite you, right? Like, if they miss, like, by the playoffs by, like, one game or two games or something like that, like, this is one they'll look back at and be but, like, yeah, like, this is the reason we didn't is, make this it. This is the
1: Sacramento Kings of football, man. Like, this shit just happens to these teams. <laughs>
0: That's a great comparison. Um, but, yeah, we can move on. Uh, so, let's go to, oh, Patriots-Steelers. Yeah, so, I mean... Look like I remember you said last week that it was gonna be like a, such a terrible game. Like it's gonna end like nine, nine or something. Um, I was close. But okay. yeah, I mean, it, it was a great win for the Patriots. I thought, like I know they went they won just because, like on that muff punt or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, uh, still, a win is a win man. And this was like a very like like grimy, like defensive game. Like both teams' offenses are just like kind of average, but the defenses went crazy. And it was like a really good win, actually. I, I thought
2: uh,
1: I mean. It, it, I don't know. Personally, I felt better after leaving Miami's game than leaving this game. Even though that was a loss and this is a win, and I guess just the way they looked. I feel like in the Miami game they like looked really good. And it was just two fluky plays that went the other way. Versus this game, I don't think they looked that good. But the, it was just two fluky plays that went the Patriots way, and they got the win. Right. So like, yeah. so I'm not really I don't really like how everyone was looking. And I feel like they have to get like Devonte Parker get more involved. Like he should be your like uh receiver one. But it seems like Jacoby Myers is that guy right now. He
0: only had two targets this game. That's yeah, kind like of like that. that. Jacoby, Mar- Jacoby
1: Myers had nine receptions. Like Mac-, Mac Jones looks Mac like Mac Jones. I feel like he like the Patriots just have to like you can't judge Mac Jones until he gets until he gets that AJ Brown, that's how Like he's in that like tier of like that Jalen Hurts, Tua, like uh, that Justin Fields, like like uh, is this the guy, the Trey Lance, is this that guy, right? But like two of those players got like elite receivers. So it's hard to judge Jones until he gets elite receivers. Like I think I can't say if he's looking better than last year or if he's not. But like, yeah, this is how the offense is gonna be, man. Like, there's just no talent on this offense. Like it's like bad to watch. And this is I mean the one thing is
0: though is like the Patriots. Like I feel like when they lose or like when they don't look good, um, a lot of the times it'll be like because like their talent is less. Like it won't be like because like they're like undisciplined or something, um. And like I feel like this game, like the offensive line, like was just like particularly like looked really good in my opinion. Like the Steeler, like the reason like Mac Jones was like looked like decent in this game is because, or like he looks decent a lot of times, is because the offensive line just protects him like really well. And like he's like so much time to just sit calmly and like pick pick the defense apart. Uh, like I, I saw a couple of plays where like the line just looked like really good. So I think like that that's at least like one encouraging thing is that like. You're right. Like when you guys get that one receiver, like Mac Jones, like he'll have like the offensive line won't be a worry for you, I think, at that point. So like you, you will get like a good evaluation of Mac Jones, like pretty, pretty soon, I think, uh, within the next year or two.
1: Yeah, and and I think uh, the the defense is like solid. I don't think it was as good, good as last, uh, I don't even think glasses that good. I just think, I think they're above average. Like I think they're like a pretty defensive team. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. Above average defense. Yeah, like you have Bill Belichick. I and mean, they can make plays. They they just give up like like insanely like long plays too. I think that's like the issue. Like if they just limit those long plays, they would be like an elite defense in my opinion. Yeah, and like like the Jalen Waddle one like last week or some shit. This is
1: you're playing Mitch Trubisky and like the Steelers, bro. Like I don't like it's really hard to judge. I think next week hosting the Ra- yeah. hosting a very very angry Ravens team. That's gonna be a good test. You don't have to win, but just put put up a good fight. Don't get blown out, you know. And and I think I'll take that, right? So I mean as far as the Steelers end, like Najee Harris looks hurt. Like he doesn't look like Najee Harris out there, you know, And like um that defense, like they they really needed uh JJ uh not JJ, uh what's his name? TJ Watt out there. But um so it, it's, it's a lot more open out there. So I think that's why the Patriots offensive line was doing good, just because there's no TJ Watt out there. But this offense yeah, is yeah, stink- he's kind of insane. This offense is stinky. Just give the guy a chance. Give Kenny Pickett a chance. Like, why are you still playing, Mr. Trubisky?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, yeah, I agree. Their offense is—it's gonna be hard to watch the Steelers just because of that. Like, the game is just gonna be like mucked down because like their defense is good, and then their offense is just not gonna do shit.
1: <laughs> so some, that
0: it'll just be like these like stinky games.
1: Somehow to be so boring to watch them. Somehow they get five hundred. Somehow, just because Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. Already. I
0: still think I, I definitely agree with that. I think they'll figure out. Okay. When you when you have a good defense like you can get to like 500
2: especially if you get a win
1: like last week like a win that you shouldn't have got right and you just got to win like that right that that goes a long way cuz like that's the difference between going 8 and 9 and 9 and 8
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree, yeah. No, that makes a, that makes a difference. Um but I mean they've been competitive for like two games in a row, right? Against like the Patriots and like the Bengals they won against. So like I don't know, maybe we're like flaming like that, th- those are still two pretty good teams, bro. Like the Bengals is like a playoff like favorite, like should like advance in the playoff like level team, and the Patriots is like a team that's like borderline playoff. So like I don't know, they're they're still pretty good, I would say.
1: Yeah. I just want uh, I just want them to give Kenny Pickett a chance. I just don't like how they're keeping Trubisky. It's the same situation with a lot of these teams, like, and I feel like you can argue more with the is that like Trubisky isn't giving you that much of an extra push to win compared to like jimmy g and like all that right i feel like trubisky and kenny pickett is basically the same player even though trubisky has like a great record as a starting quarterback i just don't think he contributes to winning like that
0: yeah i agree uh i mean it's kind of like sacrificing the season like we talked about before so i think that's the reason why they wouldn't but we'll see i mean i i think if not this year like next year like he's gonna be starting bro (laughs) there's no question he's gonna be starting next year um but, yeah, we can move on. Uh, so, I guess we finally have to get to this this very unfortunate game. How long were you <laughs>
1: avoiding this for? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I was just trying to bounce around and not talk about it. No, I mean, I've been ready. I I, I know what to say. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the Jaguars just destroy the Colts <laughs> 24-0. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, man. Like, I would say, like, it, it's just like... The I mean, okay, so there's a couple things, right? Before, like, I get into, like, how, why the Colts are terrible, I would say, like, the thing I will preface it with is, like, within the scope of this season, it's not the end of the world that they lost to the both the Texans and Jaguars because, like, the division is just god-awful. Like, I think if the Tennessee Titans, like, started, like, 2-0 and against, like, the Giants and then, like, somehow beat the Bills, then, like, you're thinking, like, oh, shit, man, like, it's gone from the Colts. Like, they don't have it in them. But like the fact that the Jaguars are leading at one and one, and then like the Titans are zero and two, and then the Colts and Texans are both like oh one and one, like you don't like it's not end all be all, but like in the scope of like the regime of like Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, like this is definitely like one of the lowest low points, like and I'll tell you why right because basically like in last off like, basically, once the season ended last year and they lost to Jacksonville, they basically put all of their blame on, like, Carson Wentz, yeah. right? Like, Carson, they're like, oh, yeah, like, Carson Wentz sucks. Like, he's the reason. Like, they, they said all these stories. Like, oh, the players were like, oh, yeah. Like, they didn't, like, say it directly, but they basically implied he wasn't a leader. Like, the coach couldn't call passing plays because they're scared Carson Wentz would throw picks. And you're just like, oh, my God, bro. And then, like, so they traded for Matt Ryan, who's like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, everyone's like talking about this year about how he's different. And like, they're just like gassing him up, right? They're like, yeah, like, Matt Ryan is a leader. Like, we have faith in him. They, uh, they sign like Stefan Gilmore. They traded for yannick and like, two pretty, pretty big additions on the defense. You're like, damn, this defense is already stacked. Like, they're getting two more, like, really big pieces. Then like they have obvious issues, but like I don't know, it's just an embarrassment, man. It's just embarrassing.
1: Uh, that's that's it. I I i be expecting more from you. I mean, I have more, but I want to like let you get some in before we get to it. It's okay if you need to rant. I understand, because like who would have thought two weeks into the season, my pages would have more wins than the Colts? Yeah, exactly.
0: Like I think that's like the main thing, dude. Like, I think that's the reason, like, dude, I don't know if you've seen, like, Colts Twitter, but, like, these people are pissed, bro. Like, they're, like, calling for Frank Reich and Chris Ballard to be fired. And, like, before I didn't understand it, but, like, after this game, like, I genuinely understand their frustration. Because, like, the whole year, like, you're looking at the schedule release, and you're like, damn, bro, we got the Texans and Jaguars. Like, we should be in, like, a good, we should at least minimum win one of these games. Yeah. And, like, may, like, ideally, we could win both of them with, like, Matt Ryan now. And, like, this stacked defense, we should beat both of them. Fuck that. We should be 2-0. and And, like, you're going into the Chiefs in game three, and you're like, damn. If you're 2-0, and like, I mean, if you beat the Chiefs, you're really making a statement. But then if you lose this game against the Chiefs, it's like, whatever. Like, we're still up in the division 2-0. and like. But now, like, the Chiefs game is, like, pretty important. Like, they have to, like, come out. I mean, I don't think they have to win it, but they have to be competitive in that game. Like, if they just get blown out, like, I don't think it's, like, boding well for the cold season.
1: So uh, from the 2020 season, since the beginning of that season, that, that, that was that season that like uh, seven teams got to make the playoffs. Eighteen teams started 0 and two, so like the last two seasons, and all eighteen teams didn't make the playoffs. Correct. Uh, so the good thing is you're not 0 and two, so you don't have to fall into that category, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's some preface, You're 0 one and one. So even if you lose to the Chiefs next week, you're 0 two and one, but you're not 0 and three. Correct, right? So like, yeah. And again, this division is
0: wait, it's for zero and three or zero and two? This stat?
1: No 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 no, 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 no. This is the stats for zero and two. The stats for zero and two. Like, if it's oh, first yeah. two seasons you start zero and two, all eighteen teams that make the playoffs last two seasons. So yeah, even if you lose yeah. to the Chiefs, you're zero two and one. Right? You're not zero and two. You're zero two and one after three weeks. But this division is so easy. You can honestly probably just go nine and eight and still win the division, right? As long as you yeah. beat the Jaguars at home just beat the Titans. Beat the Texans beat at the Texans. home and like beat yeah, the Titans Yeah, like you're twice. good. I think that's what it'll take. <laughs> yeah, and like the, the rest of the division is, should. I mean, the rest of the schedule shouldn't be that insane. If you, if you just split the rest of the games, you should be fine, right? So like, I wouldn't worry that much. That's why I like, even when, obviously as a fan, you're going to be freaking out. And I understand how yeah. pissed Colts fans are because you're like, all right, bro. It's been like, Four years since the whole Andrew Luck debacle, we've been going quarterback from quarterback from quarterback. So people are like, bro, why don't we just draft someone? But it's so frustrating because we've been speaking about this whole podcast. Like, if you draft someone and you're forced to be in that situation where you have to develop them. You're developing a guy yeah. there's all this talent around. So you might as well draft someone. I mean, you might as well start a quarterback who's who's going to win you games, right? Which is like what teams are struggling yeah. to do. So in a cold situation, there's so much talent. And all they needed was like a really good quarterback. I mean, I wouldn't say really good, but they did a good quarterback. And Matt Ryan's probably the best you've gotten in the, in like the last couple of years. And
0: um, yeah, I don't think it's all Matt Ryan's fault. Yeah. Like I know his stats are terrible, but like the offensive line has been like so terrible, dude. Like, I don't uh, you must have seen the highlights, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like and that,
1: that was that was part of the reason they lost in Jacksonville last year. It wasn't even on all Carson. Yeah. Like I think it was seventy yeah, five I agree. seven hundred seventy percent o line. And that made Carson look worse than he really was, right? Like, like a lot of those Carson yeah. plays, like, I know I make fun of him. I'm like, all right, hey, this guy pulled the Carson. Snehal throws that Carson. But like uh, It's all because of, the, uh, it's because of the O-line is uh it's just so bad. So Carson's just put in a situation where he's like, all right, bro, let me just throw it to Frank Reich in the corner right here, right? That's what happens. So, like, you need to get that figured out. And this goes back to the point we made earlier where, like, don't have another threat besides Michael Pittman. They didn't even have Michael Pittman this game. Yeah. So it's like, who are you going to? Aston Doolin? Aime Hines? I agree. Who came out of nowhere making a comeback? Dude,
0: that's the problem with... Yeah, okay. So there's like two things that you're saying, right? You're right, but the problem is, is bro, the Colts spend the most money on their O-line in like the whole league. Like you cannot have the most expensive op- offensive line and have them play like shit. Yeah. Like literally like half the league so up to this point is, like, playing – like, they're getting more out of their offensive line while spending less money on it. So, like, I think that's, like, where the frustration comes from, right? And, like, I don't know. The receiving, like, I knew that was an issue. But, like, the thing is maybe the receivers aren't, like, as big of a problem if the offensive line is blocking. And, like, the issue is, is, like, your best player – like, your best player is obviously, obviously Jonathan Taylor, right? But as a running back, you can only do good if your offensive line is blocking for you that's, like, the cap, right? Like, we, we like, talked about it, Uh, like, actually, me, Ayush and Omkar. It's, like, would you rather have, like, Debo Samuel or, like, Jonathan Taylor? And, like, even though, like, Jonathan Taylor might be the best running back in the league, it was still, like, tricky for us to say because, like, if you have some guy like Debo Samuel, you could run, you could give him, you could throw him, like, a screen or something where it doesn't even really matter what the linemen are doing, right? You could throw him, like, a short crosser and he could, like, do something. But, like, with Jonathan Taylor, like,
1: you need the linemen to do something.
0: He can't, like, do it
1: on his own. And if I read this line to you on paper, like, I've, obviously, you know, but, like, Matt Pryor, Quinton Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Danny Pinter, Braden Smith, that's a top 10 O-line on paper. Like, that's actually to be top 10, probably top 5 if you actually yeah. get into it, right?
0: Just, just, like, those three, like, Nelson, Kelly, and, like, Braden Smith, yeah. they're, like, Pro Bowl level. Two of them have made the Pro Bowl, and Braden Smith is, like, Pro Bowl level, or he should be at least. But they're not
1: playing like it is the issue. So, yeah, I mean, I understand fans' frustration, but I don't think it's the end of the world. Like, maybe you're not getting that Super Bowl this year maybe not but like again it is football things can <laughs> definitely not uh, but, 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 Like uh, things can break uh, your way and like i'm also getting a lot of hate for this too because i like i still strongly believe in the colts i think this is a really good year for them i still think they can get their championship game afc championship game like i still see yeah. right like it's it's two games right just even if you lose to the chiefs next week just literally just go for at least 500 the rest of the year at least go like 750 Two games above yeah. five and the, rest of the team, And they
0: could still have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. I think they still could still have a chance. But it's just like you have to like be competitive in that next game, though. I think like yeah. the issue with this, te- this game is like they didn't even show up. At least in the Texans thing. Like you could say like, yeah, they played their heart out. And like they didn't show up. But like they, they could have won the game. But their kicker fucked it up. Like, okay, whatever. I understand. This game is just like embarrassing, dude. Like no one wants to watch this. Like this is the shit that like actually makes like coaches and GMs like get put on the hot seat. Uh, and I think both, like the coach and the GM, like they're on the hot seat, man. This team has too much talent to to come out like
1: this. I think the two happiest um, people from after this game is uh, Rodrigo Blankenship and Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. It, the the kicker thing is one thing. Didn't even attempt a field goal, so we don't even know if like Chase McLaughlin or whatever it is that could actually kick. Didn't
1: even kick a field
0: goal. You can't even get <laughs> down there. No, they got down there, but then like, you know, like it's like they do, you know, like teams always do that. Like when you're down like 20 something, they went for it and they get into the red zone. Yeah. They'll just go for it on fourth down instead of like, I've I've seen teams do that. I don't know why they do that. Like maybe they're okay with being shut out. It's just like weird. I don't know what you would do in that case, but I would think like in this case, like I understand, like sometimes you just want to respect it. Like if the other team is shutting you out, you just want to give it to them. But like, bro, you don't know if your kicker can kick, like just kick a field goal go and at least see him make one, you know? (laughs)
1: and yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think any team just gives a team a shutout. Like I don't think like that just happens. To, like I, I, I think that like we want to break the shutout. But I I generally thought like th- I think they they thought they could have scored on that even on fourth down. I think like if you Maybe. have a shot, you're down twenty four nothing. Just go for the touchdown. Like I, I don't think they care. I don't, care. Maybe, I don't think yeah. they care enough to how much to avoid the shutout. Except they, they, they want to get the touchdown to see if their offense can get going for the next game. I think it's more of that. And not really if the kid can kick or not, or maybe he just actually can't kick, so we'll never know. So uh, I mean, we'll find. Yeah, I, he was point. the Browns kicker last year, correct? He's McLaughlin.
0: Uh, I forget. I mean, he he. I know he was on the Colts in like 2019 or something, and he hit like five for five. Uh, so he was okay. I think he's okay. Uh, but I mean, like it's scary, and like I don't know, with all these kickers that you like pick up off the street, like no one can hit a field goal over like 50 yards. So like if you're like fifty, if you're in the fifty yard field goal range, like, you pretty much have to go for it. And then like if you're in like forty to fifty, then you can try to kick it. But beyond fifty is like a very high risk. Um, in
1: twenty nineteen, so I don't know. We'll see. Twenty nineteen, he was undrafted. Played for the Bills, Vikings, Chargers, Niners, Colts. Twenty twenty, played for the Vikings and yeah. Jaguars and Jets. Last year, played with the Browns. So yeah, he's been on half the half the yeah. league. So uh, that that's insane. so that's, that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, okay. But as far as the Jaguars' perspective. Uh, James Robinson is your running back one, bro. Like Travis Etienne was supposed to be that guy, and yeah, he looks good. Chris Robinson still has that title, I guess. And- nah, ATN is the same shit we
0: talked about with Eckler, man. Like he can't run in between the tackles right now, but he looks like really explosive when he catches
1: the ball on the side, though. I'll give him yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you could use, it, you could use it like that. Like James Robinson is your guy, you go down through, and Etienne yeah. is your like a catch catching back. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked good. I mean, we've been hating on him for a while, but he actually look pretty good this game. I mean, I watched
0: this whole game, and honestly, like, I know the stat line, like, looks good. But, like, to be honest, I wasn't that impressed with him because, like, all the passes that he was... Okay, so, like, basically the Colts were playing cover three. Yeah. And, like, for some dumbass reason, they never adjusted the coverage. So, like, in cover three, like, the corners, like, they play, like, eight yards off the ball. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, it'll be, like, third and three, and the guy will run, like, a three-yard, like, out route. When the other guys like five yards off the ball. And then Trevor Lawrence just completed all those every single time. Like, I literally watched the game and like, I would say like 95% of his passes were less than like 10 yards with like the guy, like not even like in blanket, like he, the guy is like really like not even covered that like closely too. So like, I mean, he, he looked like really good in terms of his poise and control of the team and control of the offense but, like, I didn't see any special throws from him that I'm like, wow, like, that's, like, a special throw, like, all of his throws were pretty vanilla, and, like, I wonder if, like, this was just, like, a scheme thing, but, like, it's good for him to, like, post, a offic- like, a very efficient stat line and have a good game, uh, but, yeah, I-, I need to see him to make, like, more some complicated throws, like, outside the numbers, like, in coverage, like, squeeze one in there, but, like, in this one, like all of his throws just look simple as shit to me, so I, I, that's why I wasn't that it But it's also
1: another team where it's like oh, from last year they're a bad team, but they look like like they look like they want to play again. Like you know, like it's another team where it's like okay, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously, if you're... it could just be dare act like that against
0: the Colts, but yeah. we'll, we'll see how they we'll see because like they they know, bro, they know that they have, the Colts have they can't win in Jacksonville. They know that. Like, the Jaguars get up for this game, bro. So, we'll we'll see how that goes on throughout hey, the This is the just season.
1: like a uh, Patriots in Miami situation. Like, I don't think I would freak out that yeah, much. Yeah, Like, I agree. if you just can't win, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see when it ever gets broken. But I think that's, like, the difference between, like, the Colts being, like, a good team and, like, a great team. Or, like, a mediocre team and a good team. Was it team, 2014,
1: honestly. last time you guys won in Jacksonville? I think.
0: Yeah, that was when Andrew Luck just, like, destroyed Holy them. Holy shit,
1: eight years you've lost in Jacksonville. That is crazy.
0: Yeah. That's it's a lot, but what was, I, I'm pretty sure the score from like the last time they won was like insane. I think it was like 46 to like 14 or some shit. I think it was just like Andrew Luck going crazy. I
1: right, pull him out of retirement, Damn, man. Pull him out of retirement only when you <laughs> yeah. go to only when you go to Jacksonville. Just lead him from that game. Word. Word. I mean, actually, actually with that O line, I don't think you have any chance. I mean, but okay, wait. I don't. I don't know we have to move on, but like this is the problem. Even with Andrew Luck, you can say this is the reason he retired. Because they this is never protected. Yeah, him. Nah, nah, nah. They never protected. and we'll
0: I speak about But before they didn't before they didn't like get like the right guys on the offensive line, right? Now they get the right guys on the offensive line, but they're not playing well. So I don't even know what the hell you do. Like it's gotta be coaching or some shit. I don't know. Figure something out, bro. Like the players, like grow a pair, and the coaches like get your shit ready for the game. Yeah, the like, Colts all line is bad. Colts
1: like, line is bad, but depending on which game you pick next, I think I could argue this team's all line is probably worse.
0: Uh I was gonna go dolphins ravens. Oh, they
1: picked out the game.
2: So my transition is smoother. What Bengals Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to this.
0: Um yeah, I mean Bengals Cowboys, like this is I mean, we talked about one disappointing team, but here's another like the, the Bengals. Um uh, I mean they probably have higher expectations on them than the Colts, like. I know for the Colts, like, there are, like, a lot of people that are, like, yeah, like, they'll win the division, but, like, uh, people are a lot higher on the Bengals, like, coming off that Super Bowl, and, like, they also revamped their entire offensive line. (laughs) So, just to see, like, Joe Burrow get sacked, like, this many times in, like, two games, you're, like, what the hell was the point of that? And then, like, you lose weeks one and two to, like, Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush, bro. Just let that sink in. Like, you're 0-2, but you've lost to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush, like, coming off of a Super Bowl, too, like... It's not like you're like the Colts where you missed the playoffs and then now you're trying to make the playoffs and everyone's like, all right, like they're still the same, like mediocre ass team. Like I think that's one thing. Um, but like this is a Super Bowl team or like a Super Bowl asp- aspiring team. Like if you made the Super Bowl last year, your goal this year should be to win the Super Bowl. There should be no other goal. Like anything else is a disappointment, in my opinion.
1: If you're a Patriots fan, I mean, I mean I'm okay, okay. If you were, if I'm asking you, if you were a Patriots fan, would you trade the Patriots O line
2: for the Bengals receiving court? No. okay so <laughs> okay so i think you will just i think
1: whatever quarterback you have like mac jones is gonna die bro he'll die so, so that explains my point so i guess the old line is just that important to the uh to football itself right so like speaking of one team's bad yeah it matters so much man people don't talk about it but i think it's like
0: that's, like, the number one key to success. Like, I don't think you can be a good team without a good O-line. I don't know how they did that shit last year. So, uh,
1: going into this game, I, th- I think I think the Bengals haven't beat the Cowboys in, like, so long. And our and our friend Silas, he made this little stat of, like, the last time a team has won. Like, the longest losing streak against a certain team or whatever it is, right? So, the last time the Bengals have beat the Cowboys, 2004. Remember, 7, 2004. So, I mean, obviously, you don't play each other, like, every year or whatever. It's been, like, you don't play each other every Two years or whatever it is, right? But two thousand four was the last time they beat the Cowboys. That's insane. Yeah. That's so long I mean, ago. If Holy you're curious shit. about the Colts, it's the Eagles in two
0: thousand six. Damn. Oh, like the longest time they didn't beat an opponent. a
1: wind drop opponent for every team. Yeah.
0: Oh, wind drop. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah okay. So, so yeah,
1: ago. but um, so uh, if uh, Joe Burrow uh, going into this game, he averages three point seven four sacks a game. If I told you. Bro, but some of it is on him, though. Yeah, Have you yeah, seen did, it? Yeah. Like, do you, do you think some of it is on it, him? He's not very good at like, avoiding contact. Like, the second someone's going at him, like, all right, bro, I'm, I'm done. I'm just take the L. Like, he doesn't even try to get out of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's one thing. But like, also like, he like look like I don't know.
0: He looks down the field, sees his receivers are covered, and like refuses to take the check down. yeah. yeah. Like he does that a lot yeah, I too. Yeah, like one of the sacks he had in this game was like so terrible, dude. Like they had like the they had two check down options available. I think it was the running back and the tight end. I forget who the, the guys were on the play, but like Joe Burrow, like looks at both of them and just like back pedals and just like takes a sack. And like, it was like one of the work, like it was one, it was a really bad sack. Like it just showed like his awareness is just like, a little bit low like half of it is his fault too man it's the
1: it's half his fault and half the o-line's fault I, i'm not denying that but like you don't want a situation where like a guy has to retire early like andrew luck because he's getting like destroyed every time so my point is like going into this game yeah, i agree he's, he's getting th- sacked 3.74 times a game and the reason he was out for his first year was because he got he got like ACLs are from a sack right so there's no protection yeah. so uh right now they're on pace for 111 sacks like to allow as a team guess what the record is Guess what the <laughs> record is uh, 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 give me a range of like what do you think the record would be for like most in a season like 60 uh, 72 okay so that, that's yeah, a pretty good guess though but still so they're on pace for 111 bro which is insane that's like 40 more sacks yeah, like, this guy he might retire if you keep they keep going at this pace
0: Yeah, it's not sustainable, bro. Like, he's already done this for... Okay, like, his rookie year will count because he got injured. It literally took him out for the season. His second year is, like... I would say he has, like, maybe
1: three more years he can last like this. He was sacked 57 times last year. He's already been sacked 14 times in two games. Like, come on, man. And, like, yeah,
0: I never want to wish, like, the Andrew Luck career upon, like, a player. That's not what I'm doing. But, like, I would say, like, when it starts getting worried and you start thinking about that more is when, like, the injuries start piling up, yeah. right? So right now, like, he's only had, like, what it was like, his torn ACL or whatever, like, that took him out, right? But, like, when he starts piling up, like, other injuries, like, that's when you start getting more worried about it. And it seems like that's going to happen, like, sooner rather than later, unless, like, the offensive line can fix their shit. And, like, Joe Burrow also understands that, like, sometimes you just got to live for, like, another down, bro. Like, just take the check down, like... Take the three or four yards. Like, not every single thing is going to be, like, a home run to, like, T. Higgins or Jamar Chase. Uh, like, sometimes those plays just aren't there. But, like, to be fair, like, we can talk a little bit about the Cowboys. Like, their defense played really well, man. Like, I, I know, like, people, like, clown on, like, Trayvon Diggs. But, like, he was pretty good this game. Uh, like, he, he did a good job against, uh, like, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins on whatever plays he was matched up against them. Yeah, And, and like, like Micah Parsons. Parsons, like, he's the real deal, man. So good. So good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, I mean I was and like he dude, he's literally like the leading player for defensive player of the year now. And like a lot of that is definitely like the the attention that the cowboys get. Like anytime they have a good player, he will just like be like elevated by like the, the media. Um, but like th- that's crazy. And I don't know, if you're the cowboys and like I guess, like, how long is Dak Prescott out for? Like, is it, like, a month or two? What, what is uh, it?
1: So the problem is it's a finger injury, right? So you're out for probably at least mid-October, close to November. But remember how Russ yeah. had a finger injury last year? And even when he came back, like, he didn't look like himself. It took him, like, maybe, like un- like, the rest of the season to figure out how to play football again. Because like it's in, it's literally yeah. in everything you do. It's not like it's not like it's in a leg where you're like you're not using that to throw football. I mean, because it's in the actual motion. So you let go of the ball, the finger's yeah. getting hurt, right? Even if it's completely healed. So I feel like or you're feeling uh, pain. at yeah, least. yeah, exactly. So I don't like. I know he's only out for half the season, but this might cost him the season just completely, just because like it might take him all just to get back into the groove of things. um yeah
0: and and like i think this thing that sucks or at least like i mean yeah okay that's true like it might be like bad when he comes back but like at least like the cowboys like this is like a game that like no one thought that they would win like probably even with dak so like to get away like get this victory is like pretty big in terms of like keeping the season like alive until he gets back and like at least like having some hope for the division when he comes back like at least, like, if, even if you lose the division, like, you can go down with like Dak like swinging, you know. Instead of just like losing all these games consecutively, like, it was still a pretty impressive win by their team, I would say.
1: Yeah, um, and also on the Bengals standpoint, like, I will say with the O line issues, they did play, EJ Watt and Michael Parsons, probably like your number one and number two, uh, like deep like DPOY players, right, this season. So like that is a factor. So yeah. Oh so, yeah. Sure. So like your week three game, you're playing against the Jets. Probably Shaq Lawson is the only guy you have to worry about. Right, and he's not on their level of like Watt and Parsons, so like you should do a lot better, right? If if you have a problem against the Jets, and we might, then I think my uh my take about the Bengals being like uh, had a fluky year last year might actually come through. Uh Oh, (laughs) yeah,
0: that was a pretty hot take, but I mean, I think now it doesn't seem as hot as it was when you first said it. I know he's also Um,
1: it's Super Bowl hangover. This happens. Like you go to Super Bowl, you think you're the shit then, like, this happens. Like, that you can see the cockiness in the receivers, right? Even in the game, in the, in the Steelers game, you see how cocky, like, um, Jamar and, like, uh, T. Higgins and all them are. And then, like, you get, like, beat by Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. So, maybe it's a wake-up call for them, right? So, like, this all this is, like, it goes into everything, right? Like, defense has been fine. They haven't played the best of offenses, right? But it's all on uh, that O-line and Burrow and that offense to keep it going. Like, right now, you could argue that the Steelers and Patriots' offenses have looked better than the Bengals, if we're really being honest. Like, it,
0: it, yeah, that's that's pretty bad yeah. from their perspective. I mean, I, I think they'll be, f- I mean, I don't know. They're in like, they're in like a similar boat as like the Colts, though. Like, they got to figure their shit out. And like, these are like two losses or like one tie and one loss or whatever. But like, these are like two games that like might come back to haunt them in terms of like seating and stuff. Like, we talked about it before, like, seating is important, but. Yeah. I think like those two teams like they have to fix their shit quickly. Like, the, the whole
1: AFC North uh, lost this week, so like that like helped them at least, you know. But the difference is, yeah. Colts are one and oh one and one or whatever, and the uh, the Bengals are oh and two. And I just said that stat about um, oh my god, bro, the bank, the, the the Yankees just scored five runs in the bottom of the night. They had a grand slam game winner. All right, my bad. Yeah. Walk off grand slam. So they won. Yeah. They walk them. off. Yeah. Walk off grand slam. That was crazy. Uh, no, That's no, no, sorry but um No, I was just saying that. What
0: was I saying? What was that? Uh, you were talking about the uh, 0-2 stat. With yeah, 0-2 stat.
1: So, like, the last two years, the teams haven't made the playoffs all 18. So, that's not looking good for the Bengals, right? Like, and it's not looking good for, like, another team we'll get into next with the Raiders. This is not – yeah, this is bad, man. Like, you have to get that win against the Jets. And then going after that game – you have Dolphins, Ravens, Saints. It's not like that. It's not that easy of a schedule. They can very... No, that's pretty difficult. Yeah, they, that's difficult. Yeah, they can very easily be like two and three after these, these games, or three and two, and that's still not good enough. So yeah, they got to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, l- let's move on to the other games because we still have, uh,
2: two. Yeah, more I think two more. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, we can talk about the Cardinals and Raiders uh, first. Yeah, I mean this was a really weird game. Uh like Kyler Murray, like Loki just took over this game. I mean, it looked like they were gonna lose again. Like the Raiders were up uh what is it, like twenty to seven, twenty-three to seven. Um they, they were up big and, and they kind of choked this one away. Um and, and at the end, like they just could not tackle Kyler Murray, like Did you see that one like two point conversion where he just runs around in circles and it just like scores? Max Crosby should have got him down. It seemed like he just like, Max
1: Crosby should have tackled him down. They still scored on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like he like wore out their defense. And then in the end, he just ran around for his life and won the game.
1: That's literally what it looked like. See, how do you feel about Derek Carr? Like, I've always thought he was like a very solid quarterback, a little above average quarterback. And I feel like, now he has the. I, I, I think it was you who said it. They probably like one of the most talented receiving teams or the best, if not, um, with like Waller, Renfro, yeah. and Devontae. And like that take really didn't shine at all this week. But nah, man, you, you can't go up 20 to nothing at halftime. Like, I think everyone on the Raiders side was like, oh, yeah, this game is over. We got this game. And like, it's it, this would have been a really bad loss for the Cardinals, like going 0 2, especially because like in years past, they've always started good. And Kyler gets hurt, and they just like, end the season bad. So then, like, you're expecting a Kyler injury anyways, like, by week 11. So if you start off 0-2, then, like, your injury's going to happen quicker, and then, like, it's like not looking good. And I've never been the biggest fan of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. at all. So, like, he just, that was just really bad coaching by him in the uh, first half. But, I mean, I think we mentioned, like, there's no DeAndre Hopkins, so they're relying on guys like, uh, what, Greg Dortch, who's actually been really good this year. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is just the this is just the classic game of a tale of two halves, man. Like it was just the Raiders went up 20-nothing and they only scored three points after that, man. right? And the Cardinal just kinda that
0: 0-2 stat is hella interesting, man. Because like the Raiders, Bengals, like Colts, like it would be crazy if all those well, I guess the Colts don't count. Yeah, the Colts count are that, safe but, because of that, but like, technically I feel like <laughs> because they of should. the tie they're No, nah, I feel like that should I feel like that should <laughs> count, but I'm just gonna include them in there. But like it would be crazy if none of those teams make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh yeah. I feel like this is the year that might get broken.
1: I mean, it has to get broken. It's only been two years of this, like, seven-team format, right? But, like, both of us were high on the Raiders and the Broncos, and now two weeks in, neither team has looked good, but the Broncos are a game ahead because, like, I don't know, they just had an easier schedule, you could say, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true, bro. The Raiders had, like, some hard-ass schedule. They played, like, the Chargers and Cardinals, and, like, they were competitive in both games. Like, they should have, like, they had a chance to win both games, but, I mean, sometimes this is what happens with new teams, but... Like, what you were saying with Derek Carr is pretty interesting. Like, I can't, like, put my finger on it. I feel like he's average at times, and other times he looks, like, good. Um, But, like, I feel like he always gets better, like, towards the end of the season. So, like, I'm not too worried about them. But, like, again, like, these are two wins that they could have had, but, like, just choked it. At, well, at least this is definitely a win. I don't know. The other one, they were kind of playing from behind-ish. But, like, there were opportunities to win both games for sure. And, like, these are ones that sting you. Um... And like I, I don't know like this is this is definitely one that they should have won too I think.
1: Yeah, and, and like the game, the way the game ended, I think the last team that had to get two touchdowns and two point conversions was the Patriots in the, in that twenty eight three Super Bowl. So it is, it's it's crazy to think like a team is down sixteen and you have to get two touchdowns and two conversions. And the Cardinals did that in the fourth quarter itself, right? That's like pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. And, and, and then we
0: brought and that one, that one thing has like that one two point conversion is like the longest play time I've ever seen in my life.
1: I think it might be. I, I, I think not just from the eyes. I think it might have been like the longest play time, just like, um, just from our eyes in general. Just because that was at least like fifteen seconds. He's running around. Now, like that was the first one, right? And then like the there was like the Raiders had so many chances because on that second. Uh, two-point conversion, I think. It, no, the second chance to get the touchdown, right, the, for the Cardinals, like the down Um, seven rudder right? is 23 to 15. Uh, It was fourth down, and then Max Crosby grabs Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray just gets out of it, and then he runs around, runs around, and then throws it to the back the end zone, and it's an incomplete pass, but there's a holding penalty. So literally, if Crosby uh, got him down, or if the guy doesn't hold, then you win the game. But now it's first, first and goal at the two-yard line, and then, and, and they, they still don't score until it's fourth down. Like I think AJ Green dropped like the first two or three passes. And then somehow Kyler just runs around in circles until he scores. And then the second two conversion that he just threw in the back of the end zone. I don't know how he got that in. There's like eight people around Yeah, that was an like insane like eight throw. people around him, and AJ Green finally, for the first time this game, has made a catch. He's just dropping all game, <laughs> and he finally caught the ball. Yeah, he had seven targets, three catches. Like, come on. He finally caught the ball, two-point conversion. So I guess you could say he's clutch, in that game.
0: Nah, Kyler Murray dominated that game. He was just the best player But on the even field. after and that, even
1: after that, Cardinals get the ball first. Okay, fine. You just got to stop. They got the stop. It was fourth and one, and then Hollywood Brown dropped the ball, right? So the Raiders had the ball. And all you need to do is get into field goal range. They get into field goal range, and then Mister Reliable himself—probably like I've said it before—the most reliable receiver I've ever seen play f- this game of football, Hunter Renfro. He fumbles it the first time, uh, like oh damn, and then they get the ball back, and then he fumbles it again, and then that's where they get the—I uh, uh, guess the, the scoop and score. And then even that scoop and score was controversial because he he almost pulled a Deshaun Jackson where he threw it out of the end zone where it would have been a touchback. Or, like, I think that then the Raiders would have had a chance. It was just a crazy-ass game that was just going on, bro. Like, it was just, it was insane watching it on Renzo.
0: Yeah, that was, it was a very insane game. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, but let's move on to the last game. Uh, Dolphins and Ravens. Yeah, this was a crazy game, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, what was the def? This deficit was, like, very, I think it was, like, 21 points It was 28-7 uh, uh,
1: in the middle of the third, and then it was 35-14 after three.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. 21 points in the fourth quarter. The Dolphins scored 28 points. I mean, it helps when you have Tyreek Hill and, like, Jalen Waddle. But, dude, like, this game is crazy. Like, I feel like we were... I don't know, man. Maybe I was underrating the Dolphins. But, like, this game just, like, blew my mind. I I just, like, cannot comprehend, like, Tyreek Hill and, like, Jalen Waddle, man. Like, their stat line just doesn't look real. Tyreek was 11 for 190, two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, 11 for 171 and two touchdowns. Like
1: just what (laughs) and two or six touchdowns like
0: yeah and two or six touchdowns 36 for 54 70 yards six two six touchdowns that's absurd bro like i don't know man tyreek hill he's insane dude like i just saw like two like literally two of his touchdowns he just ran right by the guy and like there's nothing that guy can do like he like he just saw like it was single coverage and he's like all right bro i'm gone and like that was it like He is one of the most, like, he is the most dynamic receiver, man. Like, I know people never consider him, like, for, like, the best receiver in the league, and I never understand why. Like, he's the one that can change the game, man. He can literally score in one second. Like, he's the reason why you can come back from 21 points in one quarter because he can just score in one play.
1: I don't know if he's the best, but I think he's the most impactful. I would agree on that. He changes the game a lot. Yeah, like the most impactful. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I don't sense. know if that I don't know if that correlates the best, but he's still top five as far as rankings in my opinion. I would say, right? Um, nah, but and this was crazy about the game is that this, this overshadows such a great game from Lamar. Like Lamar was phenomenal. This is
0: like, oh yeah, Lamar was dominating, bro. He was crazy.
1: This is a 2019 MVP Lamar season, right? I think he was. I think the rave Lamar Jackson is nine and all when he gets ninety plus rushing yards in a game. Until this game, right? So like he was dominated all fronts. He was zipping the ball. He was throwing the ball. He was running like crazy everywhere. And like and and they also got like a kick return touchdown. And they got like another big play. So usually you don't lose games like that, man. Like it's it was just. And I don't even think the Ravens like lost the game. I just think the Dolphins just won the game. You know if you know what I'm saying. Like they didn't blow the game. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they choked too many times. Now, the defense, like, didn't make any sense. Like, they were, like, miscommunications. Like, they couldn't run. Like, I, I don't know what was going on with their defense. But, like, like it was too easy. Like, those Tyreek Hill touchdowns were too easy, man. Like, it shouldn't be that easy.
1: Um. I, I, okay, so I know this is a game that, like, had to shut me up because of the whole Tua slander that I've been doing. And, like, I don't, I'm not going to, like, take away from this. I still think, I still think <laughs> Tua is mid. I think Tua is Tony Parker. He, like, gets the job done when you put, like, really good players around him, right? Tony Parker isn't the greatest of all yeah. players, but if you put him around Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Greg Popovich, he looks really good. So, Tua is a very good, like, pocket guy. Like, all right, like, Mike McDaniel's like, all right, bro, just throw it here. Tyreek Hill's going to get it. Throw it here. Jalen is going to get it. And I think Tua's really good at that. I yeah. think overall he's that good of a quarterback. But, like, if you give yeah. someone like this an explosive player like Tyree Hill, then, like, you're going to make him look insanely good. Right? So he's very good at just being composed at times like this. So, I mean, great, yeah, great for him. Good game. Like, he shut me up. You know? So, like... Those guys just have such insane speed, man. Like, the defenders
0: can't even, like, process like, how to make a play on the ball. Like, I've seen, like, so many plays in this game where, like, the defenders will be close to them, but because they're so scared about them running away, like, the defenders are, like, unable to focus on the ball. And, like, Chua doesn't even have to throw, like, a perfect pass, like... Those guys are just so fast. Like, they can just run to wherever the ball is and, like, catch it. Like, it, it makes no sense to me. Like, I, I don't know. We, we'll see. But, like, this is, dude, like, this is a team that no one wants to play in the playoffs, man. Like, if if they make the playoffs, like, no one is going to want to play them. Like, because Tyreek Hill and, like, Jalen Waddell are scary. And, like, we'll see how Tua plays, like, throughout the season. Because you're right. Like, that'll define their ceiling. But, like, dude, like, I, I'm, I would be so terrified to play this team. Yeah.
1: Like they're they're really I think it scary, was the man. first touchdown you're referring to, like a, the first touchdown to Tyreek, where it was underthrown ball, but Tyreek Hill was so quick that he can like just slow his speed down, get the ball, and still not get it from the, from the defenders. Like it's insane.
0: Yeah, it did, by that whole time, the defender doesn't even turn around because he's scared that Tyreek Hill's gonna run even faster yeah, or something. It's crazy, <laughs> man.
1: Um, yeah, 22 catches f- f- between the two of them and uh, 361 yards is insane. Right. Yeah. Uh, I Damn. think in the AFC, Absurd. I think they're the right now. They're the third best team. Right, like uh, Chiefs, Bills, and
0: yeah, I their defense is yeah, like defense good, is really man. good too. I mean, I know this game they were asked, but like they're pretty good. I don't.
1: Did they even have Xavier Howard back? I, I don't. I know they're missing someone. Yeah, I think he was But they're, but this but game, they're man. missing someone. I know. I, I don't know if it was Byron Jones. They're definitely missing someone on their defense. That like I remember seeing it on Twitter. That'd be Byron Jones, but um, yeah, I don't know. That, that defense is good, yeah, man. I'm and I then, like, who they missing. have uh, like you said, they have a good yeah. It is Byron Jones. So once he even gets back, like. That'd be really good. Like, uh, uh, yeah, they're definitely in a good spot to make the playoffs. But uh, even for the Ravens, like, uh, it's fine. Like, this is a game that, like, you should have won and your team looked good. You're playing, like, a pretty, like, mid-team in the Patriots next week. So you should be fine in getting a win. I think both these teams should be playoff locks, To be to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I mean the Ravens have like a decently like tough schedule though. I guess like here on out, like app like yeah, they they have their schedule is like not as easy as it seems. Uh, Patriots, build Bengals. Uh-huh. Okay,
1: yeah, you're right. Holy shit, they might go one and four <laughs> or two and three.
0: Yeah, like so, and then like, they have like the Giants too. Like the Giants, the Giants are five and zero at that
1: point. Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we'll see. I mean, I-, I still think they'll make the play. I I like I would be shocked if they don't make the playoffs again. If Lamar stays healthy, though, let me qualify it with that.
1: So, um, out of the three comeback wins, um, like I guess the big comeback, the main comebacks, Jets, Browns, um, uh, Dolphins, Ravens, and uh, Cardinals, Raiders, which one do you think was the most embarrassing for the team? Like, which team had the most embarrassing loss, and in which team do you think had the most impressive comeback?
0: Um, I mean, I think like it's hard to say, cause like I think the Browns was yeah. like more embarrassing just because of how I agree with happened.
1: you. I agree with you. Yeah. It was the-
0: like, but the Raiders is also just like I would say the the okay the Browns is the most embarrassing, but the Raiders is the most disappointing. Hey. Cause you're like, what the hell? So that's they a doing?
1: good point. Yeah. Uh.
0: Like, just in terms of like what it like looks terrible. Like it was the Browns. But, like in terms of implication for the teams, the Raiders is way worse. And, like, the most impressive comeback, I think, is the Dolphins. Okay, so,
1: we covered uh, all three games soon. J- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Just because, like, watching it was insane, man. Uh, like, just, like, Tyree Kill just, like, burning everyone. Like, Jalen Waddle, just burning everyone. And, like, I-, I just don't understand, like, how they did that. Like, it-, it was, like, unreal to watch. I was like, dude, what is going on? Because, like, dude, in the second half, like, they outscored the Ravens 35 to 10. Like, that's insane. <laughs> 35 po- 28 points in one quarter four touchdowns just I can't comprehend from that Ka- being from- on a team like being a fan of a team that doesn't know how to play from offense
1: college is proclaimed <laughs> mid quarterback <laughs> rough, rough, rough yeah, exactly. week man rough week it's all right
2: yeah. Every, everything all right, everything yeah, will I'll calm do, down
1: do. by then um it'll be fine don't worry
0: yeah all right super long pod uh but we
2: hope you guys enjoy it uh we'll talk to you again next week for the week 3 recap